1: This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motor hits, geek bloods, wastoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all
0: right, all right, all right. Welcome everybody, it is Monday, December 19th, this is the Mike Rutherford Show, coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios, find out how you can get your MBA, feel like you're being paid to do so in the process by visiting business.louisville.edu, we're here from 3 to 6 today on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land, you know it better as The Big X, it is officially Christmas week, Happy Hanukkah as well, starting tonight I believe, Uh, lots to get to on today's show, just like Friday, this is a show where sometimes you say lots to get to, lots going on, big-time show, and you're just straight lying. If I say that on June 16th this year, it is a complete lie. But today, after a huge weekend of Cardinal Athletics, still developments happening on Monday, big week ahead as we get ready for signing day and a couple of men's basketball games, we have plenty to get to. Trevor Kelsey in the house today. supposed to be taping an interview with me and else No, he missed it. It's okay.
2: Okay, in my defense, you all didn't change it. If, I wouldn't even known the time change about and texted you at midnight last night asking you. Well,
0: yeah, you, know, you have email. You're on the emails.
2: No, I didn't. I, the only email I received was from you at, uh, at like eleven forty-five. Day going, are we still good at twelve thirty? Oh well, they. And I didn't see that till. After maybe you I, weren't
0: CC'd on the other emails. But no, anyways, no, they no. we changed it because I. They originally they sent the invitation out there. They're like, Alston interview. Yeah. It was like one thirty to three thirty. I'm like, well, we have a radio show at three. So and. In reality, I was done by like one fifteen. But you were missed. People were like, how's Trevor," they thought you were sick. Um No, I was.
2: I texted you. I was like, I was on my way there to be there at one thirty. Well,
0: spoiler alert: on New Year's Eve, if you flip on WBNA, I think it's gonna be like right after the ball drops. It'll be me interviewing Al Snow, acting like it's Happy twenty twenty three, which is great. <laughs> I did love showing up there. I was like, because you know, you and I were texting last night. And we're like. I don't even know what this is about. I don't know if they want us to plug something. I don't know if there's some direction of the interview. And Trey, who I love, is over there. My pre-taping instructions were, just talk about Al. I was like, okay. Okay, nope, no big deal. no problem. Al tell me about Al. It's pretty I was like, so you were born in Ohio.
2: <laughs> he was born in Ohio. How was that? <laughs> oh, I
0: was great Al rules, but you can watch the uh, the interview there on WBNA. You can,
2: you can ask him one question and sit back and just let him talk anyway. He's, it's, pretty, it's pretty the first two he was came like up to the territory 80s he, he know he knows how to he knows how to talk.
0: The first two questions it was like surprisingly short and I was kind of caught off guard because I was used to you know we did the radio interview where he went for an hour, which was awesome. And then the question three, I think, lasts like 15 minutes. I was like, okay, now we're good here. It was like a Fred Calgill interview. It was wonderful.
2: Speaking of missing things, we missed you last night at the Big X Christmas party. Oh, that's right. How was it? Had a good time. Uh, All was was, fun was had by all. We were uh, up at uh, O'Shea's bar. Um, The highlights of the evening would be Trey spilling beer all over the front of TJ Walker.
0: Uh, Trey's not 21. No, well. Was he just carrying beer? he,
2: He bumped into scoots. I didn't see it actually happen if he, like. Was just bumping into Scoots because he's an eighteen-year-old testosterone-filled teenager who likes to just mosh pit people when he's walking around. Sure, he's not to me. I just don't move. Scoots is not me. He moved, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently beer like just went all over the front of TJ, who's wearing corduroy nonetheless. Well, now I wish I was there. Uh, Trey hugging him not con- continuously because he felt bad. <laughs> then they let. Then they ditched just to go to the Jack Harlow concert. Scoots spitting his best game at the bartender nice uh, how'd that go for him not too well not too well not, too well not too uh they attempted to i guess we're drinking all the beers i didn't drink i partaked otherwise but not in alcohol did
0: you spit game at the
2: bartender no no i didn't bother spitting game well, why not uh, because she's probably about 25 years old not that that would like stop me in any way but i just i have no game for 25 year olds
0: <laughs> do you like Dua Lipa?
2: <laughs> Do you like Do you like Jack Harlow? <laughs>
0: Doolipu?
2: I I knew there was no chance when when we go. Oh yeah, we're at the radio station. We do sports. And her first response was, "I bet my dad listens to you." Oh, it's a bad feeling. Never mind. Just I, I'm not even gonna waste the breath that I have. That was over right then. Right then and there, I knew it. Yeah, but Scoots looks younger. He, he he's younger. He he's, he can he still he can still spit that 25 year old game. Well,
0: apparently didn't work. Didn't work. So think so he? Good at
2: it. I just said he could try it
0: how's your what's your tiktok handle
2: (laughs) what's your (laughs) oh he was giving her like beer app handles he's like oh yeah you need to go to this app you should try this out let me show you on my phone let me airdrop my number into you
0: uh we want to hear from you today (laughs) on the (laughs) thorn on on the thorn sex line at 502-414-1450 Text us and then make sure you download that Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money. Every time you need to fuel up at one of the area 75,617 Thornton's <sighs> locations. a
2: pickup line? I'm like, you have the Thornton's app? I, got Thor- the, I have the Thornton's app. It saves us money. <laughs> more, more money for me to take you out on
0: dates. Text me on the text line. 502 What do I
2: say to a 25? Really, what do I say? I don't drink. <sighs>
0: what, would you, what, what can you bring up?
2: I mean, what, what am I, I going to talk about? Movies? If she doesn't Television like sports, sports, then you're kind of screwed. He said she was a Packer fan, and then went on to say that that Roger uh, Rogers has sucked the last two years. You know he was MVP last year. TJ, that that was TJ's initial turnoff. He's even though he's married. That's why he went age. to the concert. Yeah, that's why he like, yeah, left. I'm done. Yeah, I'm
0: done talking to you. That's bad. That, uh yeah, that's no. That's, Pat
2: Patrick and his uh, girlfriend and uh, Trey ditched us early for the concert.
0: I knew that they were going. to... The, I, I assumed they were going to the concert. Now, you didn't go, but Mary went, right? Mary went. She had fun. She did have fun. Um, she got in late um like as predicted I, I told her i was like the ride situation is going to be awful down there i guarantee it. like you're gonna like you think you're gonna get out of the concert you're gonna get an uber and you're gonna come right home oh, it's no. gonna take you a long wow, time yeah
2: you might as well just park in the uh, east garage and just sit in line they wow.
0: ended up her and her friends ended up hailing like an old school cab like, nice. like the first old school cab ride in like 10 years welcome to my world i know uh and, and she finally <laughs> she made it home i had passed she, out in bed by the time she got yeah, home She had a good night out
2: after having to get stuck with the covid stuff in orlando
0: yeah, well, she brought it back, so that's not really. Yeah, but she
2: had to go down there; It wasn't her fault. Yeah, well, I kind of. Work made so. her do it. It's still her fault. She she gave all of us COVID. She,
0: everybody in Louisville who's had COVID in the last three weeks is because of my wife. <laughs> she brought it back. Uh, but no, she had she had a good time. Um, I ended up I was supposed to hang out with friends that were in town. They ended up not being able to come in to town because of COVID. I will blame Mary for that. Oh, so you
2: just so just for no ditching reason? I ended up
0: ditching you to go take. We had nobody to watch the kids because illnesses everywhere. You could have brought them. There were kids there. I'm not bringing my kids to O'Shea's. Oh, there were kids there. We went and looked at Christmas lights instead. We went to the the two houses with the It actually was fun. They they like I'm a really little mad at you for being Christmas a roller coaster. <laughs> they had a, it was fun. Like And Virginia was all about it. John was, was and then we went home and watched Rudolph for like the 15th time in a row. Virginia's very, I, I mentioned last week about Rudolph or Virginia having this odd fascination with Jack Skellington and and um, Sally and she's She's very into the fact that at the end, they hug and they kiss. Well, now, she keeps talking about how in Holly Jolly Christmas, the line where they say, kiss her once for me, and Rudolph kisses Clarice. Like, she's very into kissing, and I'm like, I don't... <laughs> you're three. I don't no. like that we're already here. This is not a good sign for the no, future. Oh no! She's like, and she's like, and you know how he says, "Kiss her once for me," and then she kind of like gets like all bashful. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't. I don't no. like where this is going. <laughs> we're too young for this. I thought I had like at least three or four more years. At least maybe
2: six. Hopefully. I mean,
0: <sighs> learning from mommy. Uh, we, oh, no. boy crazy girls. I don't know what we're gonna do with them. But uh, but it was, no, it was fun. We had we had a good weekend. It was. Well,
2: now I want to give you crap for missing the concert, but you're for the, the party, but you're being, you know, being like Mr. One of her Great Dad taking the kids on Christmas lights. And...
0: I was trying. It was Christmas time. I let her try cocoa for the first time last night. Did not care for it.
2: <laughs> That's a little dangerous with all the sugar.
0: I mean, she's already on sugar. We have an avid counter. For her. She eats chocolate every so night. She's
2: snorting pixie sticks. She's good. <laughs>
0: uh, let's get into the weekend that was in Cardinal Athletics. There was some
2: bas- There was some Louisville sports going on this weekend? There were some Louisville sports going on this oh, weekend. Wow. There's some
0: Louisville sports going on right now. We've got news uh, from the transfer portal. It's ever-evolving. It's going to be a wild week for the football program because you've got Mm -hmm. signing day on Wednesday. We're already reaping the benefits from some of the transfers who were in town for the big recruiting weekend. Um, We've got some guys that are on Flip Watch that we're going to get to. We've got some guys who I think reaffirmed their commitment over the weekend. So it's going to be a wild, wild week for Jeff Brom and company, which he kind of explained on Friday. He's like, I don't. you don't really get to settle into the job right now when you – you walk into this; and the transfer portal is just opened, and signing day is less than a week away. He's like, "I'm, I'm recruiting." Like, I, I'm. It's not like he's going into the office, hanging out from eight to five, like you know, meeting with coaches and all this stuff. Everybody's scrambling right now, trying to make sure that the 2023 roster looks as good as it possibly can, and that this this recruiting class can be kept as intact as, as possible. Am but
2: I, am I putting the cart way too before the horse here? The fact that I'm, I'm almost at a level of giddiness for this football season coming up. I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm, I'm like level like above excited. I'm like almost like just like schoolgirl giddy.
0: The excitement's going to grow because I mean, the men's basketball season, one, two in a row, but we're still, I mean, yeah, but I'm just we're not staring down the NCAA tournament like we have in most years in our past. I mean, we, and so when you get to like February, March, and spring practice is rolling around, I think people are going to start to rev up the enthusiasm for football. I mean, we
2: get we, we got we got we moved we away from Saturday, but we got the man we wanted. We go in and we—I know we'll talk more about it in the ball game—but we we clearly look like a team who just wiped that stench off and moved it to the other team on Saturday, in a game that where it was it was nice for once not to be the one being bullied by the other team, yeah. doing the bullying, taking that keg of nails—it's like it's like begging the dude's girl and he paid for your Uber home. It was so beautiful and then and then on top of that you get you mentioned And you'll get into at least one at least two got two transfers of additions that can be impacted right away over the weekend and added on already i just i'm 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 I'm, I'm 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 like i'm excited i'm like i'm like teenage trevor blind excitement for for football coming up
0: speaking of wednesday night jeff brom's going to have a radio show yep. for his national signing day class we're going to react to all that stuff you can catch it from six to seven on your new home for Cardinal Athletics, our sister station, nine seventy WGTK. Uh, Paul Rogers and Jody Demling will be there. Uh, they will. It'll be kind of the, the the Cardinal Insider episode. We'll be right after that from seven to eight. But Brom's going to talk talk about the class in depth and other football related topics and and kind of recap what's been going on since he was named the head coach on December eight. So tune in for that on Wednesday night. Before we get into the I guess the present and the future of Cardinal football with Jeff Brom at the helm. Let's start today's show by talking about Saturday. I keep on it's like Saturday afternoon, it's like Saturday morning slash afternoon in Boston. Uh, the capper. I woke up for the 2022 football season, and let's stop. I keep seeing people giving credit to this for Scott Scott Santerfield. He didn't coach the game. This does not count on his record. No, he doesn't Dion get this win. Awesome. This is this is all about Deion Branch and, the, and Mark yeah. Ivy and the guys who stuck around. So those guys deserve the props here. Louisville. I don't think anybody knew what to expect from either team going into this game. You've got a lot of guys that were opting out. You've got a lot of guys that were hurt. You've got like two coaches on both sides. So we, we, I think we all expected it to be defensive heavy and a lot of running from both teams. And that was true. And like you said, the difference in this game was we were the more physical team, but we had the stronger defense. We bullied them, and we had the better specialty players. Our, our two running backs were sensational. Uh, we had a couple of receivers step up. Brock Doman, after a shaky start, I thought played a solid game. And at the end of the day, it was 24-7. We could have won that game like 38-7. We fumbled a couple of times when we were getting close to scoring. We outgained them by a ridiculous mar- margin, almost 4-1. to It was, I told you that this going in. I'm not going to care about this game at all if we lose. If we win, I'm going to be obnoxious and act like it's the biggest deal in the world. If we had lost, I would have said, "Well, that's the end of the Satterfield era." Caper on that. Because we won, I'm like, you know what? That's the start of the Brom era. And I, I was fired up for the game because it's Cincinnati, and I don't want to lose the keg. And you know, you want the the guys who stuck around and who have met so much to Cardinal football to go out on top and all that good stuff. But when they brought Scott Satterfield on for an interview to start the second quarter, that was when I really was like, okay. Just seeing him on the screen just kind of made my blood boil. I was like, get this loser off my TV. I even tweeted, I was like, get the tool. I was like, I hope we score with this tool on my TV right that now. That would have
1: been really nice, Because,
0: it? like, you know, and people are like, well, why are you mad? Jeff Brom got equal airtime. Jeff Brom didn't come out and say, I'm going to have nothing to do with the Fenway Bowl. I want no part of it. I'm staying as far away as possible. Like, Satterfield said all that, and then he comes on and does an interview during the game. And he didn't say anything inflammatory. He wasn't saying, you know... L's down, like Louisville sucks, I'm so glad to be out of there, go Bearcats. He was saying all the right things, he was being very, but like just seeing him on there, like it, the the picture in the picture of the zoo, I was like, okay, I want to beat these guys by about 40 right now. I, I want to I show them that we're the superior program and that we're going to remain the superior program, and all they're going to do is go south, and that's kind of what happened. I enjoyed seeing Jeff on there, and he, liked Satterfield, said all the right things, just very straightforward during his time on the screen. But the two biggest takeaways for me from the game. One, we dominated, which was awesome. Two, the the amount of, there was dirty play from the, the Bearcats throughout the game. The the pace kid, and then whoever number 10 was on defense, they were trying to start a fight like every single play. And that was the only thing that concerned me. I'm like, are we going to get into a fight after this game? Is it going to be like a gross thing? Is it going to be ugly? But then Caleb Chandler's tweet after the game. Because I tweeted out, I was like, number 10 just straight punched Caleb Chandler in the, in the face. Officials were all over it no penalty was called, like, what are we doing here? That, that was ridiculous. Caleb Chandler comes out after the game, quote tweets me, and says, that was the hardest they fought back all game. They were too worried about spitting on my teammates and telling us how much they didn't want Sad as their head coach.
2: Can we frame that tweet?
0: It's a, I want to make it into a shirt and give it as a Christmas present. I
2: mean, that was, I would wear that shirt. I, a little late,
0: not probably not going to be here before Friday, but I would get that for you if you wanted to. But just like, do we think that's true, that Cincinnati players were actively going over to Louisville players and being like, we don't want your head coach?
2: I mean, just just in every layer of that tweet was awesome. He it was brilliant.
0: He could just stop
2: that that was the hardest they hit all, all game. I mean, that right there would have been just mic drop hilarity. But I, the fact he had to even throw in that they don't even want our own coach. It's, you got to wonder. How many of them are really saying that? <laughs>
0: you also had after the game. I think it was Tyler Griever got video of the, the team celebrating with the keg, and at the very end of his video, one of the players—there's no way to know who it was—is like, "F Satterfield," like, <laughs> but says the word. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, like, I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "This is this man is just getting crapped on by everybody." It was. It was, and I, I'm here for it. I'm. It's wonderful. I mean,
2: not 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 to pile on to Satterfield. Do it.
0: He's gone. But, I mean, can you? Did, did,
2: I mean, this team looked like a, a team just. Like Andy Dufresne when he just gets out of the tunnel, I mean they look they looked free. They they look like a team that was just had a weight lifted off their shoulder. And now, granted, offensively they did a lot of similar stuff. And that's you if you're Deion Branch in this you can't institute he, a new offense yeah, in two you, weeks. Yeah, just like a spread offense. Yeah. And like, we yeah. got we have three days of practice. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna start playing. Yeah, West Coast spread. And let's be honest, and the team is still built traditionally, pretty much for that spread. That that's you know that that, that type of running offense. Except, you know, he mixed in a few little, i mean, the only the only negatives in the entire game is that Braden Smith had his worst game as a quarterback.
0: And he still completed a couple passes. He
2: still, did he complete? I thought he was over two.
0: I thought he completed one. Because
2: he overthrew Turner on one. That but he threw—that was, that was a bomb. Yeah, and the other one was—he just threw it, and he underthrew it, and he got intercepted.
0: And then he also—he ran for a first down. He on, did well, yeah. on,
2: a, on a broken, Which uh, was good. broken yeah. play yeah, where he decided not to do it. I mean, it was. I mean, and that's the only negative on come with. I mean, you're right. Short of the open, their when well, their opening drive, but one of their drives, I forget where it was, when they scored, which included their quarterback getting like a miracle throw off. Yeah, a couple sack, of those. They 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 did nothing, and and you're and, and if we don't turn the ball over and have a few mistakes like we did, this game's in the 40s or 50s to seven. I mean, and it, I would have. Don't get me wrong. I was plenty happy with 24-7 and running it and controlling the game, but I mean, just not only just. The excitement from the win, because I went in. I was with you. Like when the game started, I'm like, you know, it, it's a bowl game, but it, like any other bowl game. When you when you look that good, and you know you have a new regime coming in, and you're looking at guys that are all going to be back under that under a coach who I feel like is going to make them better, opposed to just keep them where they're at. Where I've been the last couple of years. I mean, thinking of Jordan and Turner and that and that spread offense with Brom. I mean, and by the way, I think we can no offense to Michael. I think we can move it on. It's now Maurice the Burner Turner. Yeah, he's good. We can we, can we can we can Michael Turner delinquish that name there sure. and make it to him. He's fast. Jawar the Jet Jordan.
0: I thought it was I mean I, it, we got it's just, it's I, And they come out and Evan Prater, like who's was a highly tattered recruit coming out of uh, of high school, their Cincinnati quarterback who's sticking around. He said, you know, he's already reaffirmed that he's going to stay with with Scott Satterfield. Good luck, buddy. He came out, and he looked good. Like I I was like, "Oh, I'm like this kid." And then I Didn't take into account the fact that he was going to have 0.5 seconds to throw on every play moving forward. (laughs) He makes a couple of really nice throws. He makes a couple of plays. where he's, And then he almost didn't survive the game because we were in the backfield on every single play. And to that point, Cincinnati, I don't know if you knew this, Cincinnati did not complete a pass from the five-minute mark of the second quarter through the rest of the game. Didn't complete a pass. do
2: not think I realized this. He
0: ended up seven at some point. They, they just put stopped trying. He got hammered and, fumbled. and he fumbled, yeah. and then they brought Brett Prater back like, in. Yeah, and I think Prater was like, "Just give me the next season." This is this is. I mean, we were all like, with seven sacks. We almost had like fifteen. Like every single play, we were in the backfield, and that was one of my biggest takeaways from this game. Was you know we had a couple of guys played really really well who are gone who who are you know this was their last game as Cardinals, but. Like Jawar Jordan, Maurice Turner, the two-headed monster at running back, the first running backs in Louisville football history to have both have 100 yards in the same bowl game. They're coming back. Jordan's got two years of eligibility left. Turner's got three. He's the
2: only one that really played in, on, the, on the offensive skill position side that we lose, right? Say what? Brady's the only one that we lose really, on the offensive side. Bray, I mean, Caleb Chandler. Well, on, on the skill position, some well, of the
0: offensive linemen right. guy are going to be gone. Um, but we get Carter back. You get four. Get back. Carter back. Well, I think I think Carter's done.
2: Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was only a junior. I, I they were all
0: believe junior. he's done. Um, but Mark Bell's back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, I always call him Mark Bell. Chris Bell, the freshman, is going to come back. Amari Huggins, Bruce has already said he's coming back. And then defensively, you I mean, gotta lick your lips thinking
2: about him. Oh yeah,
0: Yesir I mean, I mean, was great, and we know that he's gone, yaya. Yeah, yeah. uh, but like, Ashton Gelade may have been our best defensive player, and you realize, I mean. He was a big time recruit coming out of high school. He played well as a freshman in some spot duty last year. He's been very good this season, and you kind of see that that upward trajectory throughout his career. And next year, whew, like he has the chance to be like a first team All ACC type guy. Like he was, he, he was. They, they had nobody who could block him, and that makes you all of that makes you very excited for next season.
2: My favorite part of maybe the entire broadcast was coming back from the second and getting into the second half. And I, I can't remember the, 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 uh, the, the, the former player that was calling the game with them. The, the guy looked like Chris Zorich, but it wasn't. Uh, looked like, he looked like a character out of, like, a Thunderdome movie. But I, I love when they're coming back and he just goes, George Jordan, 90 yards, two touchdowns, five carries? Yeah, I know. This guy, five carries? He felt like Bob Euchard on, on, on Major League. One hit? <laughs> That's all
0: we got? He was the offensive MVP, and he carried the ball nine times.
2: Yeah, yeah five. I mean, this, 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 the way he reacts when he finally—you he, can tell—he looks like a five carries. That's it. I mean,
0: I mean, Maurice Turner carried it thirty-one times for 160 yards. I'm sure he was like, "What the hell? What, what else He's do I have to do?" About, yeah, I work. think Jawar Jordan got dinged up in the first half, apparently and they kind of you know he played very limited after that but yeah nine carries for 152 uh, 115 yards and two touchdowns uh, those are the two biggest plays of the game i thought Brock Doman also after a shaky start where he was doing kind of the same thing he did against kentucky and just not seeing wide open guys right in front of him really settled down after throwing you know what should have been one pick and then throwing another he completed 7 of 8 after that yeah, think- and that was the most important part of it. after we got the lead and it was obvious that our defense wasn't going to give up anything. All all Domon had to do was be a game manager. And he and he can do that. So I thought he played a nice game, played within himself. And then I mean the biggest numbers are they had 83 yards passing and 44 yards rushing. That's it. Like we we didn't let them do anything. They averaged 1.2 yards per carry. Your
2: quarterback had negative thirty yards rushing because of sacks.
0: Because of sacks. I mean, we it was just, it was as dominant a performance as you can have. We embarrassed them a little bit. They got players telling our players apparently that they don't want our old head coach. Like it was it was everything that you could have wanted, outside of like a forty-four to seven demolition. The score did not indicate just how much we dominated this game. Oh, it was yeah. Suck at Cincy.
2: Wasn't even close. And, and
0: we also wrapped up a perfect season in the American Athletic Conference. We may not have had it yeah, in twenty thirteen. Yeah. We may not. UCF may have spoiled it for us then, but we beat UCF. We beat Cincy. We beat who's who's the third that I'm forgetting about? This
2: this year no. We, we
0: beat somebody else. South Florida. Oh yeah, that was three and zero against the AAC. We're the, we may not have been the ACC champions, but we're absolutely the AAC champions. Well, we should be. They should send us
2: a trophy. We Best team. We should have played for. We at least in their championship game at least. We
0: won more. We won as many or more conference games in the AAC as four teams in that league: <laughs> South Florida, <laughs> Temple, Florida won, yeah. Tulsa, and Memphis State. <laughs> Congrats, guys. Really,
2: Memphis State, man. How far they fall?
0: They went three and five. five.
2: Good Lord. Remember when they were on the rise?
0: They're going to a bowl game still. Yeah, I think it's good for them. They play Utah State.
2: I mean, it's amazing with all, with all the, the kind of smack talking with them being on the same sideline, separated by like five yards. There
0: wasn't more,
2: a little more hostility, but that's probably. They a had a thing. bunch of security guards. I saw like with the <laughs> barriers. They showed
0: when they showed the overhead shot. They had like 17 people like separating the two sides. I think it
2: was 17 people. How many, what was the attendance was? 1,500?
0: I think it was more than that. <laughs>
2: Maybe it was spread out to where it didn't look that. The pictures that did I saw original, from people who were
0: actually there of the L section, it was, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Not good, but better than I thought it was going it to be.
2: When it showed you, like, a kickoff, I was like, there's, oh, it's bad. there's 500 people there. It looked bad. I was like, there's—and there's, maybe, you're right, I mean, because they were wearing— the, the seats are red and spread— people were kind of spread out amongst the, the, the green monster and everywhere else, so maybe it was a little more than I thought, because it did look more as the game went on, but like, when it first started, I thought, Whoa not good for an 11 a.m. start on national television, but oh it, well. It did,
0: but I saw the the pictures that yeah, yeah, from you, people there
2: echoing from the players and the and the, the referee. I think we had a
0: lot more fans than they did there, which you yeah. know whatever it was. Cincinnati fans—they're coming off of a playoff last year. It's, it's a little bit of a step down for them. Not that right, it's not a gi- if- not that it's not a gigantic step up for us. But I thought our crowd, just based on what I saw from the actual in-game videos from people who were covering it. We were a little bit better, but well, I haven't seen an attendance number. That,
2: and you wouldn't—I mean, did was there any really easy reason for Cincinnati fans to cheer and be heard at that game? I mean, I'd feel bad for the few that did drive up there and saw that little butt kicking.
0: They've got—attendance was 15,000, officially, for that game. <laughs> That's
2: what I say? 1,500. You said 1,500.
0: <laughs> I think— Probably split the difference there. <laughs> probably more the middle, like, yeah. if I had to guess, Is that I'd exactly say like, like
2: band and like players. I'd
0: probably say like sixty eight hundred, maybe <laughs> maybe somewhere between that. Probably maybe closer to eighteen hundred. It did look 15, cool 000. though. It yeah, it was fine.
2: I mean, it looked it looked kind of cool, you know, being in 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 Benway, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, the way that they set it up, the only thing that was a little bit iffy was where they had to put the turf over the infield. You could still see it, when and there the was, infield was, and, and you could tell a couple times when when the teams got down that area, some guys yeah. were slipping. But besides that, like. It looked as good as it can.
2: which they, And they spent plenty of time talking about the Fenway history because when you got a blowout What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you, they, went, they went into baseball mode telling stories in between. I did like the, fa- the sign. There's a little of, awkwardness between also the, the uh, football player up there and Kelly Riggs. Is it me or did you get, did Kelsey. You get Kelsey Riggs, yeah.
0: I did not get I got get a little awkwardness that. from that. I did like the, the the sign that one of the Cincinnati fans had just because I'm a Reds fan of like Cincinnati winning at Fenway since yes. 1975. Yeah. I was oh, like, eh, yeah. that, was, that was well done. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Sorry your team's about to get their ass kicked. But – that was a good sign. Uh, enjoyed the game on Saturday. It was very cool. And we have to give a shout-out to our guy. I mean, Dion Branch, I, I tweeted this out on Saturday during Great the game. Job. A lot of times, I mean, you meet players who seem very nice or coaches who seem very nice, and in real life they are just kind of a-holes. And Dion's a guy I've been fortunate enough to get to know him a little bit over the years because he had a close relationship with John Ramsey when we were doing radio. So he did a bunch of radio shows with us and um, hung out with him at some events. And he is – I mean – he's as nice as you want him to be, which is the best compliment that I can make. He may be more nice than you want him to be. He's super just endearing, could not be nicer, could not be more gracious. And it was awesome to see him get this moment, you know, the, Gets the Gatorade bath, complains about it because it messes up his hair and it's smelling and sticky and all that stuff. But I mean, Dion rules. He's he's at the absolute best, and props to him, Mark Ivy, everybody else who hung around the, the the twelve quality control guys. We were so controlled on Saturday; it was unbelievable. Props to all those guys.
2: Never meeting him, but I, I before you have heard so many great things about Dion, which always has made it hard to like want to hate him for the way he shredded the Eagles in the 0-4 Super Bowl. Mm. Was, I've always been kind of torn on that, but now I've, I've forgiven him because you know we've won a Super Bowl since so uh i I've let bygones be bygones. I'm sure he can sleep at night now, knowing that and uh but I mean just yeah the, the, the job he did and his, and he handled his interviews halftime, post game. I know he doesn't I know he joked and said, you know he, I guess he said he, he told his wife he wasn't going to want to be head coach, and uh. but during the game, hes know he's going to get the bug and think about. It he definitely needs to start working his way up into the ladder i mean i'm i know i'm assuming he's staying on with the staff regardless yeah, i mean he's technically a university employee okay. so like th- he's going to stay around regardless. he needs to that man is, needs to be start looking at getting into being a quality control and work his way up because he does have a career in coaching
0: if he wants to for sure i mean a, i thought he did a yeah excellent job he was terrific i mean he was the stabling force the stabilizing stabilitating force that i think this team needed um, to get ready for a bowl game when they just lost their head coach less than two weeks before playing that game, and it was awesome. I um, mean, he was he was very cool. Did you see the video of him though going over to meet the fans and the one just Patriots fan who looks like he wants to kiss Dion, like he's it's a grown man, he's he leaning over. He's MVP of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dion's going over, he's like shaking hands with the UFL fans, and this dude in this Patriots like beanie and Patriots jersey is like, Do you? He's like leaning over the dugout, he like grabs, he like won't let go of his hand. He's like. I bleep and love you, man. I bleeping and, and like he, Dion's like trying to pull his arm away. And I was like, this, this Patriots fan is like he's like at an eleven point five. He needs to take it down to at least an eight point two right now because he's embarrassing himself. He looked like he wanted a kiss. It was very I felt awkward for Dion watching the video. I mean, hey,
2: Dion got him a Super Bowl ring, then they got two first round picks from Seattle for him, then he came right back to to him because he hated being in Seattle. They got to keep the picks. Deion's the gift that keeps on giving to New England Patriot fans. Yes. Uh so it was a it was a
0: joyous, joyful start to Saturday. Three big games. That was the first win. I uh, will talk about the other two games later on in the show. But when we come back, I do want to get to some of the, the news from the recruiting weekend that was, some of the transfer portal stuff that's going on, because there is a lot of news and notes to get to when it comes to Cardinal football. you read for me? We will we'll take some text as well at 502-414-1450. But before we take a break. Reminding you about our guys over at AirServe. If you have heating needs this summer, this winter, it's about to get insanely cold. I saw the high this weekend for Christmas Eve is going to be in the teens. The low is going to be in the single digits. It's going to get very, very cold. If you have a heating issue because of this, AirServe's got you covered 365, 24 7. Doesn't matter what time of day, doesn't matter what holiday it is. AirServe's going to have somebody there to take your call at 502 264 9662. And they'll have a technician on call to come out to your home and fix your problem. Again, the phone number 502-264-9662 over at AirServe. They are EMTs for your heating and air conditioning. Whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted, they're making sure that you are comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home. For more information, visit them at airserve.com slash We'll take a break. We'll come back. Some text and some football notes to get to here on the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961. The Big X. Oh. Liking this today. Feeling good. It's a duet day, man.
2: You and me, the best duet on radio. Best I duets in music. I that? enjoy it. 502 Five hundred
0: two, four one four, four hundred fifty. I'll be Jennifer
2: Warren for this scenario. Is the Thornton sex
0: <laughs> line? It's been the first segment there, talking about the uh, the Fenway Bowl victory on Saturday. Now it's time to turn our attention. That was the end. That was the past. Now we're in the present. The Jeff Brom era is here. We knew he had a big recruiting weekend over the weekend. He told us on Friday on the show that he was expecting 26 to 28 players um, for that weekend. We're already reaping the benefits of whatever took place. Uh, Steven Heron, former Trinity star, was a linebacker at Stanford, very good player, uh, has committed to Louisville. Rodney McGraw from Penn State has committed to Louisville. Boom. Uh, the Neil kid, who's first name I forget, David maybe, from Baylor, has committed to Louisville. Boom. And then another player from Arkansas, a safety prospect who was a former four-star recruit has also committed to Louisville. Checkmate. Now, that's the good. You can't
2: know, be you We're going to say checkmate.
0: A couple of bad things. One, and this just broke my heart a little bit. Mark Fassett has entered the transfer portal. Our punter, who currently... Is
2: it because we let him get blocked? I mean,
0: we didn't let him be Fassett. We didn't let him play Aussie style. <laughs> he has the, the best average, the best yards per punt average... For any punter in Louisville history who's punted at least twenty a hundred times, that sucks to see him go. Forty three point two was his his average. He was very, very good this year. He was good for most of last uh, season as well.
2: 43.2 was his age.
0: No, he's I think he's 26. Oh, he's up there, but more than half of his average is his age. But that uh that, that kind of sucked. I hated seeing him enter the enter the portal. Not sure why either. I mean, maybe he just doesn't expect to be used as much now that we have Jeff Brom. <laughs> Is that an easy joke to make? Do, do
2: we do we know does does Jeff bring in a punter with him from Purdue that we we're unaware of? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, but you know, well, uh, maybe he wasn't a fan of the, the
2: the beer here in Louisville? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the thirty and over scene just didn't. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they closed. They closed Phoenix Hill. i oh, screw this.
0: By the way, Devin Neal from Baylor was the player, and then Miles Slusher, former four-star recruit from Arkansas, is the other player who's committed to Louisville. State. Slusher, what a great name! It's. Uh, I mean, he's he's a, he's ranked by Rivals as one of the top thirty overall players in the transfer portal right now. Big now, time get
2: the the last two you mentioned are offense or defense because. The only I, I They're knew both it. secondary players. Okay, both I, defensive backs. I knew about the linebacker and I knew about the Penn State kid. Those are the two I knew about. The other ones I, I had not heard yet. Yeah, Devin
0: Neal's a safety. Miles Slusher is a is a cornerback. I mean, it,
2: clearly defense is where we. He need can play safety or up, up, Well, I'm gonna say upgrades, but replacements.
0: And-, and secondary. I mean, you're bringing Meekins back, but Keytral Clark officially announced for the NFL draft over the weekend. Even though he had a year of eligibility left, uh, you're plan. losing Kendrick Duncan. You're losing MJ Griffin, the transfer from Temple. You needed to really stock up at that position with guys that can come in and play right yeah. away. And Devin Neal is a guy who started, I think, nine games for Baylor this past season. He's played big time uh, snaps at a, at a power conference school before, had 41 tackles and two interceptions this year. And Miles Flusher is a, again, very, very highly touted secondary player who can come in, I think, help you right away as well. You do bring back Jarvis Brownlee, uh, who played big-time snaps this year. I think you bring back Chandler Jones, some other guys as well. So it's not a completely empty cupboard, but you clearly needed to go out and find plug-and-play guys immediately in the transfer portal, and Jeff Brom's done that you know, just over a week into his job.
2: And a perfect way to mix some upperclassmen with the recruits that you do have coming in as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, Vassett in the transfer portal – we also found out today that Travion Cooley, we're going to see him again very soon. Not because he's coming back, but because he is transferring to Georgia Tech. So we will see him in week one. Poor NC State. <laughs> we will see him in week one next year, Trevion Cooley. I don't know why our, our running backs always feel like they have to transfer to Georgia Tech. I
2: gonna ask that, he's the third one now? between. He's the third. Hassan Hall, and, Anthony uh, Allen, yeah.
0: and uh, and now Travion Cooley. There might be one we're forgetting that we don't remember. Hell, maybe. I mean, is that where George Stripling ended up we just didn't know about it? I mean, <laughs> I mean if
2: you're Georgia Tech. You I mean, you did lose your last running back to Alabama, who became a star. So Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, so that was, in, I don't want to say necessarily bad news, but if he runs all over us on opening night uh, next year, it will be bad news. The other piece of news that we have to get to. I don't see that. So anything. it sounds like everybody who – all the recruits who were in town, all the commits that were in town over the weekend, they all seem to have good times. Jaleel McClain, one of the St. John Bosco kids, posted a bunch of pictures of, of him in you know the, the cars on the field. They were taking pictures again, doing all that stuff. We know Pierce Clarkson is good. So you feel good about the Bosco boys. But today, DeAndre Moore has received a future cast from um, the, the – who's the the big guy over at Rivals, uh, Simmons, Barton Simmons, to Texas. He was at Texas over the weekend. He's now on flip watch, on three. He's got him on flip watch for signing day on Wednesday. It sounds like Texas has the momentum, and he is a guy, I mean, if you're looking at what Jeff Brom wants to do offensively, and if you're looking at where we have positions of need, DeAndre Moore, I mean, I know Ruben Owens was great. Moore could have come in and made maybe more of an impact immediately just because we don't have those outside weapons we didn't have them this year we want to you know Jeff Brom's gonna run a he's a pass guy we need players like DeAndre Moore to make this offense just lethal and losing him to Texas would be a a gigantic blow but it's not sounding great who knows we still got two days maybe he doesn't even sign on Wednesday it's early signing day he could wait a while if he wanted to but for right now Seems to be a lot of momentum for him making the move to Texas.
2: I mean, we get Huggins-Bruce back, which I feel more confident in him maybe taking strides forward with his coaching staff than I did coming into last year with the last year's coaching staff. Uh, but you're right. I mean, outside of that, you I mean, it's, you know, you can use Jordan and Turner and, you know, screenplays and stuff like that. And Ford obviously will be used, I'm sure, more in the passing game next year but with Braun, But, yeah, I mean, you just – yeah, you need weapons, and more would have been a great one to to bring in and mix with maybe another JUCO kid, or or not JUCO, but a, a transfer, somebody in the transfer portal. But now you may have to look at just adding maybe two or three guys from this transfer portal instead of just one or two.
0: Now you do already have. I'm sure there's
2: guys out there in the portal that that could be impact players. And sure, way. I mean you can you can find you know. Hudson is, like, as late as we did, kind of, I mean, you can
0: spot other guys. Now, you do have William Foles, who's a, a member of this 2023 class already. Who's a three-star wide receiver. Okay. Who's ranked as the number 524 overall player and the number 73 wide receiver in this class by 247 Sports. Uh, he's out of Hialeah, Florida. So y- you've got guys that can – you've already got one wide receiver who you feel good about long-term, but Moore, again, is the number three wide receiver in this class. He's outrageously good. He would be – with Ruben Owens now off to Texas A&M, if more signs, he's the highest-ranked player in this class. He's number 95 overall, according to 24-7 Sports. Um, I mean, he's a, a very high four-star prospect. Y- you want to get him if you can, obviously. They, they, that goes without saying. And losing him to Texas would be a, a tough blow. But Texas is Texas. He's also considering, I think, Georgia still. But it sounds like it's going to be either he sticks with his commitment to the U L or he's flipping to Texas. We need a quarterback is what we need. Quarterback's a big deal.
2: I mean, you got to think Texas is selling them. They got they got Arch Manning coming in to sell them, other than being there. I mean, yeah, we did have a couple questions last right week. Now we got Brock Doman.
0: Right, <laughs> we we did have a couple questions last week that we didn't get to, as far as people saying, you know, Austin Reed. It had sounded like a done deal. He was going to transfer to Louisville from Western Kentucky. He then elects to stay at WKU. You know, is this this is coming on the heels of Jeff Brom going out to California, meeting with the Clarksons, meeting with the Bosco kids? Did Jeff promise Pierce the starting job? Did Jeff make promises to Steve Clarkson? My understanding is is that's has played absolutely no role in this. Like I, I've always been told for the past several weeks that Steve Clarkson has been trying to help Louisville get a big time transfer quarterback from the portal. I think he recognizes that throwing his son straight into the fire is a true friend. Like would he love to see Pierce play next year? Of course, he's he's a dad. I'm sure he thinks his kid is 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 ready, but I, I think that he also sees that he's probably not ready from like day one to be the guy who's there. For an entire season and maybe the best thing for him is to get some limited playing time this year keep a red shirt put some weight on him put some weight on him watch another capable quarterback who's been in, in college football for three or four or even five years in this day and age come in guide the team maybe he gets a series every now and then keeps the red shirt only plays in four games but just gets this year to get acclimated with louisville acclimated with brahms system acclimated with college football and college life in general and then you give him the reins, so I think that they're they're absolutely going to try to go out in there and get a transfer portal quarterback. There's been rumors out there; who knows how true they are? Sam Hartman from Wake Forest is somewhat interested in coming to Louisville. That would clearly be a home run, although he ran such a specific, unique system with Dave Clawson at Wake Forest that, you know, how would it work with Jeff Brom? I'd like to find out. I think he's that good. That would be wonderful. He's, and we—he's we, pausing
2: too long on the handoffs. Just like what are you we're doing, like, Jack? throw <laughs> the ball, Man, throw it, make up your mind. Oh yeah, my bad. We know how <laughs>
0: incestuous the ACC gets. Again, Travion Cooley's going to Georgia Tech. Like nobody lets to leave this conference. everybody the coaches players. They all just want to go to different uh, players in the team. It's like having that weird friend group from college where nobody can date anybody outside of it. That's what the ACC is.
2: It's like a- it's like a key party conference. Exactly. I mean, something like that. But if you
0: don't get – if it's not Sam Hartman, there are a lot well, Leary, of good quarterbacks in the transfer portal right now that you can go get that I think would fill this, that position of need and be a nice one-year stopgap before you hand the reins off to Pierce Clarkson or to Caleb Johnson if he winds up being that good. I mean, Leary
2: seems to be kind of linking more towards Kentucky than, than us, correct? Well, he's not –
0: to my knowledge, he's not talking about Louisville at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, and so – He took okay. a visit
0: to Penn State, I think, over the weekend. Which I mean, was a surprise.
2: Yeah, I'm sure there's names in the portal that, that I'm not even I'm drawing a blank on. I don't that I don't even I didn't realize Hartman was entered the portal. to Be honest with
0: you. Hey, if it's an ACC quarterback, they're either leaving or they're in the portal.
2: Unless you're North Carolina, then they still don't know, I guess. All
0: right, but Leary does sound like he's probably going to be a Kentucky lean. And they're, look, they're doing real well in the portal, and he's he would be a big time get for them. He's, yeah, they got
2: the defensive back from Ohio State. I yeah, which
0: was which was nice done. Like he, if he goes to Kentucky, like that's. He's good. He, like, I, I won't try to spin that positive, negatively because I, I think Devin Leary is the best quarterback available, and him going there and kind of trying to, to play the, the Will Levis role would be a big-time get for them. But uh, you know, there's still some other guys out there that I think can be good fits for us. Just got to go get them. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, we'll take some text now before we uh, go to break. And then in the second hour, we'll talk a little basketball, and we'll also talk about Saturday night's volleyball national title game. which why we streaking, baby. Yeah, we are. We're streaking. do
2: the quad. Bring your green hat. Texas says
0: heard sitting on the keg was such a power move, and I freaking love it. Did you see that?
2: <laughs> I, saw him, I, I saw him running the keg out in the field with like eight seconds left in the game.
0: I mean, he's just sitting there chilling on the keg on the sidelines was for the last he? like five minutes. He's like, best seat in the house. I was like, damn, that's awesome. Also, I was like, is he going to break the thing? Like, how? Yeah, this I, doesn't look very heavy. because It's been broken Kelsey before. Kelsey
2: Riggs was just like curling it like during the, during the pregame. So. Art
0: Comedy spoiled the fun for me and told me that there's nothing in there. He's like, we looked. There's nothing in it. And it's just that he broke it a few years ago because, of course, they did. Yeah, celebrating it too does hard. Look, I, I
2: always, maybe because I was a kid, I always thought, just I'm not knowing that anything's in it, but it always felt like it was bigger when I was a kid. Maybe just because being everything looks bigger when you're you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. <clears> it doesn't look very big. I like it. look. You like, like that. that? Yeah. I wonder what you were referring to. Anymore. It's not that big. No. <laughs> now it just looks tiny. <laughs> it's a little mini keg. It doesn't look small. Like I always just thought it was. I don't know. Like I, I, I always just pictured. Like I said, when I'm watching on TV as a youngster, I just thought it was like a like a big actual size barrel keg.
0: It's light. It's not. There's nothing in there either. It's so like it's a coaster. It's, it's just wood. Texas says, oh my god, that tweet is amazing. FSAT, LMAO, I can't wait to watch Cincy be, be miserable for the next three years. Does anyone know how much it's going to cost Cincy to get rid of Sat in two to three years? I have not looked up Scott Satterfield to buy out of Cincinnati yet, nor will I, because I don't care enough.
2: I can't confirm Satterfield's
0: on Cameo for 75 bucks. Did you see that? Did you see the, the ad that popped up on my Facebook? <laughs> with the picture, where it's me?
2: Where your picture from your, your comp tro-
0: patrol election? It's my old headshot. It's me <laughs> with right underneath the headline of Find Scott Edified and other of your favorite celebs on (laughs) uh, on Cameo. Are you kidding me?
2: I didn't see the price on yours. What was yours price?
0: Was it fifteen bucks, I think? I know I get twelve bucks. I just got requested again today. Two cameos in a week. Unbelievable. The Christmas it's the Christmas boom, Trevor.
2: (laughs) Nothing says nothing says love a loving gift like a cameo for Mike Rutherford.
0: Yeah. We can Can
2: I can I photo bomb your cameo? No. Like, I'm just in the back. I won't even say anything. I'm just going to move. Her. I'm just going to make faces in the background. Just sit back there just act like I'm smoking.
0: If you, I mean, if it were like somebody who was like a big of the radio show, then yeah, like I could have you in there. But this one today is like, so it's like website reader. So, oh, okay. yeah, they're probably like, who's that guy? Why, why would I want him in? There? That makes it actually even better. Like, they're like
2: Mike, why is there just something like, with creepy fat dude sitting behind His you? His friends
0: don't seem the way that I thought I they'd be. I pretend like
2: I'm going to give you a massage from <laughs> Like, you're, you're talking. And the whole time, don't acknowledge me once. <laughs> I acknowledge I've only that.
0: had five-star reviews. I don't want I don't want you to ruin this for me. I don't want you to throw a one-star in there.
2: I just want to see the expression on the person's face who orders it and sees that. Texas
0: said, are you ready for this? Yes. We traded our keg of fails. For a keg of nails. Oh. I'm just glad the keg's staying here. Like, yeah. I was very concerned that we are going to lose it in this, like, meaningless game without, like, a bunch of stars. And, of course, like, what I said was going to happen is exactly what happened. Everybody celebrated with a keg of nails. Nobody cared about the Fenway Bowl trophy. The Fenway <laughs> Bowl trophy is like, well. There was a trophy? <laughs> I didn't get to exist for the first two years because of COVID. Now we finally have somebody win this thing, and nobody wants the trophy. It's a bad break for all Maybe the Maybe Fenway- they could put it in the keg. They probably they should have just like wedge the two together.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think I did remember them showing the trophy briefly, and it did look very small.
0: Yeah, it's not big. It's yeah. it's like and it's a terrible trophy. It's like just Fenway Park with like a bat in the middle. It's like no,
2: <laughs> I couldn't really tell what it was. It's like
0: at least make it unique. Like don't make like what bowl game is a trophy of like just the stadium? It's just stupid. Texas Jermaine Lole and Ashton uh, make for a havoc causing combo. Add in Destel and no QB may survive. That's the good thing as far as the D line playing so much better this year. I know we lose a lot of linebackers, which sucks, but we get back pretty much that entire D-line. We're getting uh, – you lose a couple of the edge rushers, but you get – if Lole does stay, we're going to see him play for the first time. Gelati's back, Destel's back, um, the, the Some Mason Rieger's line. back. Like You're going to get a lot of guys back who are very productive this season on that D-line. Texture says, bleep off, Scotty boy, when I saw his face on the TV with that – Bleep, bleep, smirk. I just wanted to punch him in the mouth. Then our guy comes in to close it and is also bringing in the Power 5 transfers while keeping Scott's class together. Suck it, Scott. Cincinnati. Suck it, Kentucky. I like it. That's how I felt, too. Like, he got – I shouldn't be this mad. I shouldn't have cared that much. But when I saw him up there during the game, I'm like, my blood got boiling. I was like, I really want to win, though. I really want these guys to feel the pain of taking on Scott Satterfield and the cards. Suck it. Suck it. Texas ESPN, by the way, ranks UFL uh, number 22 in the FBI rankings. Basketball? No, football.
2: Oh, my bad.
0: <laughs> 22nd best team in the country.
2: Damn, Skippy. Top 25 already.
0: Flirt with the playoffs. Look
2: at that. Brahman. he coached the game. And he's already guys in the top 25.
0: Texas says, the videos with Trevor eating the salad were hilarious. LOL. I did put those on Twitter on Friday night. A bunch of people raced the podcast. They also were... We're shocked that you only ate three bites of the salad.
2: Yeah, you didn't. You, you cut out the second video before you. I, I did. For, for those that don't know, I did swallow both those last two bites.
0: You did. I couldn't put the like the whole thing. Like it kept cutting off. You can only play two hundred twenty seconds. Part ends with me spitting out the <laughs> yes. first bite. Yes, you can only do two hundred twenty seconds. And also, it was like an annoying t- like the edit thing on Twitter is all messed up. Fix it, Elon. And uh, after I got the first two in there, I was like, I'm not. I'm not fighting for these last sixty five seconds. You get the gist at this point. You've seen three and a half minutes of Trevor trying to eat a salad. I mean, the big thing to note is that – because I was talking to Al Snow about this today. He's like, he's like, I don't like salad either. I'm like, would your body physically reject it if it tried to enter your system? Because I think that's what happened with Trevor. Like, you, you were chewing it forever. You physically could not swallow it, and you had to get rid of it. It was like waste.
2: I, uh, I, I got my, uh, my Jersey Mike sub that night, but since I got home, I was still kind of hungry because I was like, maybe it's just – I don't mean, know. All the lettuce in my body is, like, absorbing my food. So I gonna I, I, I I sent you a picture – But at midnight, I got me a burger with pulled pork, onion tanglers, uh, bacon, and Swiss cheese on it.
0: You had to reset your system.
2: I was like, I'm holding this big old burger with all this stuff hanging off. And I I was going to take a picture. He goes, this is a meal.
0: (laughs) I'm just happy you're here. I'm happy you made it through the rest of the weekend. Uh, Yeah, that salad did
2: kind of mess with my stomach a little bit over the weekend. You like three bites. I I don't don't And one of them was just a strawberry. (laughs) Strawberry was good. Moms didn't, like the, didn't want the salad. I just give it to the birds.
0: Yeah, you asked me if I want. I'm like, no, you like spit <laughs> up at half of this. I didn't spit up in it, though. That salad's <laughs> all over the table still. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, hour number two, we'll talk a little hoops. We'll talk a little volleyball. We'll take more of your text as oh, well gross. at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on a Reaction Monday on 1450 The Big X. <laughs>
1: and trouble better shape
0: up in all right welcome back in. Second hour here, the Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961, the Big X. TK, are you aware that we have winter storms approaching? Squalls? Squalls? They, they dropped squall gigantic squall storms. The game. I was happy. We've got snow counts off the charts all over this country, including here locally. It looks like it's going to be very cold, very gross. But if you want a white Christmas, we got a shot. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So well, before we get back dash. to sports real quickly, the city of Lafayette, Indiana, asked its, its citizens to help name its new snow plows. They, want, they, they got new snow plows. They're ready for this weather. They came out with some, some fantastic names. I want to see which one of these you like the most. First of all,
2: are, are you supposed to name your snow plows?
0: Lafayette says yes.
2: Plow King on that?
0: Hold on. Okay. Here, these, are the, these are the names that they came up with. These are the finalists. Mr. Plow. Betty Whiteout. Clear I kind of like that one a little bit more. Scoop Dog. <laughs> <Okay>. Control Salt Delete. <laughs>
2: that's clever. I like that.
0: Tony Snoswarski.
2: <laughs> that's two fours. Uh...
0: Rhinestone Plowboy.
2: <laughs> that sounds like Club by the Airport.
3: <laughs>
0: Plowy McPlowface.
2: Sounds like an expression used in a porno. <laughs>
0: Sleetwood Mac.
2: Back to the porno slang.
0: Buzz Ice Clear. And Frost Responder.
2: All right. First of all, I think there are
0: three standouts here.
2: I want to stand out in the room where they made these names.
0: The two that I. For me, it's between two.
2: I know Cle- the Cleopatra one stuck out to I me. I love Cleopatra. Salt the salt and delete one was fun. That's my second favorite. Yeah, control I'm, salt. I'm delete. Trying to think if there was a the after that it got kind of a little pervy. You
0: don't know, like Rhinestone Plowboy? <laughs> I
2: mean, what was the Plow my face or something?
0: Plowy McPlowface. That's kind of been done before. Where they do like the Busty McBust face, like as a, as a funny name. <laughs> like that's that's a little two thousand. I, mean, I would have gone like with the Simpson, like I said, the, you know, Mr. Plow, Plow King. He's Mr. Plow. Yeah. yeah. That name again is Mr. Plow.
2: <laughs> then, well, Barney was the Plow King.
0: I like Clearpathra or Control Salt Delete.
2: Yeah, th- those are probably my two favorites.
0: That's why, if I had to pick one, I'm probably going Clearpathra. Right? I think it's, I think it's, it's very creative. I'm, I don't know
2: the, the the Clear Salt Delete is pretty. That's that's more Control of, Salt Delete. Control Salt. That's more. That's more with the kids. The kids
0: today, right? With the computers. I <laughs> mean, oh, my God, you've never sounded older on this show. Control-Alt-Delete is not like TikTok. This is not a new thing. <laughs> it's been a thing since computers existed like 35 years ago.
2: Okay, well, see, I mean. The kids,
0: the kids. all the kids Control-Alt-Delete and everything. Command-C and Command-P.
2: I that's mean, more than they know about Cleopatra. Now I'm, now I'm just going to call her that from now on. <laughs> I think this really in my head. Have
0: you seen they put together like a digital image based on her bones, and, like based on like pictures of like, what they think Cleopatra looked like, and shockingly not unattractive? I don't know how. Not unattractive or attractive? Not attractive at all.
2: So no Elizabeth Taylor. The
0: picture, I'm like, this is not, this is not what Cleopatra, this is not what I was told growing up that Cleopatra <laughs> was supposed to look like.
2: <laughs> kind of like when you find out dinosaurs all had like, like feathers and they don't look anything like Jurassic Park. Some of them did. <laughs> you keep hanging on to that hope buddy. I am. <laughs> you keep hanging on by a thread.
0: Back 2,000 years ago, we were riding <laughs> him around. Uh, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, I do
2: if Helen Troy was as hot as she was supposed to be.
0: Who knows? Who knows? Let's talk about Saturday night. Um, we'll get to hoops in just a second, but volleyball I said on Friday we were making predictions. I said, I think we win football. I think we win basketball. I think we're up against it in volleyball, which I was sad because that's the one that I wanted the most. Yeah. If you were ranking the games in terms of Order of importance for you, I would have said volleyball personally. I want that more than the other two games because it's a national title game. This was just the – this was the first time since 2013 that a Louisville team sport had played in a national championship game. And I believe – I know Kelly you put the stat out there. I think it was just the eighth time ever we've had a Cardinal team play in a national championship game. And – it maybe was
2: the first ACC team never make it that far. First ACC team to ever play for a national title. Oh, they never mentioned them. Yeah, ACC that
0: and Danny Bustam Kelly trying to be the first woman to win a volleyball national title as a head coach. I was like, okay, we've we've heard it seventeen times now at this point. Oh, and
2: she's from Nebraska, in case you're wondering. Yeah,
0: they're, the Nebraska fans were there cheering for it. Oh, I know. They yeah. drove that one home both both games, like seven. Like showing their, <laughs> I'm like, maybe these Nebraska fans are just there watching the match. Maybe they're just wearing their Nebraska stuff. Like we don't need to see seventeen shots of the crowd wearing Nebraska stuff to realize she's a very popular person in Lincoln and in Omaha, but it was very apparent early on. Oh, yeah. And it was apparent when I was watching Texas-San Diego on on Thursday night. Like, they were – they're the better team. They're the best team in the country. They've been number one for pretty much this entire season. They were the number one overall seed in this tournament for a reason. And San Diego took the first set from them on Thursday, and even then I was like, I hope that they keep this going because i just watching this. It's harder for them to win points than it is for Texas to win points. Let's, let's try to get these Longhorns out of there. And unfortunately, it didn't happen. And we, I mean, to our credit, battled in the first set. It didn't look like they were vastly superior. They looked better.
2: I thought, I thought they kind of manhandled us a little bit.
0: Well, first set it was 25-22. Like, we were never that far behind. We, were, we could never get anything going with our serve. That's where they're so good. Like, they made up a bunch of service errors that kind of let us hang around. But then second set was really where it was like, okay, like, everything has to go perfect for us to have a shot here. And even then we're probably going to need some breaks as well. And it, I really just wanted them to, to win a set and kind of, you know, keep the thing going, see what could happen in the four set. Even if they'd won that third set, I wouldn't have been overly confident, but getting up 24, 22, it showed that resolve, you know, their, their team motto all season long has been don't flinch. And they've, you know, they've been that, that they went five sets against Oregon. They went five sets against Pitt. They seem to have it at various points in both of those matches all the momentum on the other side, and they kept coming back. And then in this one, they're up 24-22, and you're like, just just get it over with. Don't let this go on. And sure enough, they they lose that first point. You're like, ah, these nerves. And, and at the end of the day, Texas had the best player in the country. Logan Eggleston was two time national player of the year, and she was incredible. The, I mean, the first set alone, I think she had ten kills. She finished with nineteen. She was the difference maker. She, we just, you know, we've got great players. We have all Americans too, but we don't have her, and she was a clear standout
2: no i mean i i don't know anything about don't know much by uh don't
0: know much about volleyball <laughs>
2: don't don't know much about strategy don't know what a libero's for <laughs> i really don't uh but but i do i do know sports and i know i know when a team looks like they're just kind of overwhelmed from the beginning by another team that's just better than they are at that sport whether i know that sport or not And that's what it looks yeah. like right from the start just we didn't I mean, obviously, you know, we didn't get blown out as you mentioned. Maybe they made it look they come back and made it look close in the first set. And In the second set, it wasn't even a blowout. And I did not enjoy the heart they showed in the third set, trying to trying to keep it going at least to, to win that, at least win a set. But right from the beginning of that first set and throughout the second set, it just I just felt like Texas just looked like a team that was just more dominant, just just more ready for that 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 spotlight, and then we weren't and. You know, for the first time we've gotten this far, you know, we kind of had that same kind of look in our eyes a little bit last year against Wisconsin, and that just comes with experience. And, and, and as a program, a young program making our ways up, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. And I, I have no no doubt in my mind that, that that Danny will be winning a champion at both a coach and player, at L- and, and that coach being at Louisville before it's all said and done.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's not, you know, it's not being intimidated by the moment. It's not— Program DNA. It's not having the wrong game plan. It's just that the other team is better. They and they looked looked better. And that's kind of the way it felt on Saturday night. Was you know we could play the like they weren't unbeatable. Is there a you know parallel universe where Louisville wins that match? Sure, but if you played them ten times, you got the sense that Texas probably wins what eight, seven at least. They won three. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, they're a full match. You, You know what I'm saying? Like they are they were the best team in the country for a reason. They only lost once this year. They only got pushed to five sets twice this year, which included one of their losses. Like they were a deserved champion, deserving champion. And our ladies, I mean, look, it was a magical run. It was. I couldn't have been happier to have, you know, two straight years where they gave us this to what, I mean, it, you know, it's, I used to say this about baseball was the best gift that Dan McDonald gave us was we got to stay engaged with Cardinal athletics for a full, like two and a half months longer than we, we had been when I was growing up when basketball season ended that was it like you, you were in march or early april if you were lucky enough when that was over it's dry period you got 6 months basically where you've got no sports to look forward to and you're waiting for football you're waiting for basketball like now with baseball it's become this this post derby tradition where you know even if you haven't followed the team the entire season from february on you hop on the bandwagon, you get to watch Cardinal baseball in the in the, the conference tournament. Then you typically get to watch some postseason baseball at Jim Patterson. And it was this great gift of just like, you know, becoming the spring tradition. And you're kind of seeing this now happen with volleyball where it's becoming this holiday tradition. Starting in twenty nineteen, where they upset Texas in the Sweet Sixteen, made that deep run, you know, we're we're good again the next year, went went to the Sweet Sixteen in twenty twenty, go to the final four last year, go to the national title game this year. It's just been, you know, it's been a fun ride to get on for a fan base that, you know, we knew volleyball was was good for a while, but certainly not elite like we've become under Danny Busbim Kelly. And here's hoping it continues. They lose a lot from this team. They they're going to have to go out and get some transfer portal players, but they do bring back some do of the all, best players. Do they lose? They're losing um I think the Beer's got one more year, but they lose Who's that Anna beer Say it.
2: In the Anna Beer, baby. I mean Claire Chalet is gone. We're awesome, honey.
0: Yeah. One last time.
2: In the NBA, uh, baby, we'll get our revenge on Texas for you.
0: I believe she's got one more season of eligibility. Um, I don't know if she has two. She's listed as a junior. I don't know if it's with COVID or not, but Claire Tossay is gone, who is our All-American this year. What about um, Kong? Say what? What about Kong? PK, I believe, is gone. Ah, I could do a song for I mean, we do get Atlanta Scott's just a sophomore. She'll be here for a long well, time.
2: Scott, I, could, I, could, I could roll with that. I could
0: she, roll with she's very good. You, you lose. Uh, CeCe Rush is back, who was kind of the serve expert. You get back. New Albany. Say what? She's from New Albany. She, PK, by the way, has one more year. PK Kong was a, was a junior this year. Nice. So that was good. So I mean,
2: I could get into screaming Kong when she's just rejecting people next
0: year. She's great. I mean, Iko Jones is the other big one that you lose. Uh, Amaya Tillman, and then Raquel Lazaro, who was the, the transfer that they brought in. So you're losing four of your key rotation players from this past season, but you do bring back some of the better players. You get Anna Beer back. You get PK back. I thought you said
2: Anna was gone. No, she's a junior. Oh, sweet. I can remember you singing that song.
0: Wow. She'll be back. Um, cannot wait. And you have to hope that Danny Bustum Kelly does what she's been doing in years past, which is going out and getting some big-time grad transfers that can be plug-and-plays and, and have you back to national relevance next year.
2: I expect nothing less. I
0: expect nothing less as well. Um, and, and Danny, I trust. So that was the, that was the one loss on, on Saturday. The second win was maybe the most forgettable of the three games because, <laughs> one, the football game is still going on while it's happening. And I think everybody kind of did the same thing when you flipped over to basketball, which was, okay, we're winning. And then it was like, oh, my God, it's 9-3, to three, like halfway through the first half. What, what is going on in this game? Nobody is scoring. I'll start with the positive, which is the most obvious thing. You know, you don't need any analysis yeah, yeah. here. Cindy Curry was good. Uh, 19 rebounds. I believe he had, what, 11 points? I don't have the 13. box score in front of me. 13 points. Th- 13 and 19. Five is, of those offenses. It's a solid performance, but more than just like the numbers, it's evidence that he's not going to be a one-hit wonder that the, 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 the game that he gave, the performance that he gave against Western Kentucky is not going to be a one-off. You hope that it was going to be a sign of things to come. This is further evidence that it could be. Now, it came against a florida A&M front court which is much smaller and not good than you know th- than he is but that was still positive outside of that this felt like a reversion this felt like this team
2: with one big difference though what's that and and this is when i was jokingly some i think it was tj last i asked me my thoughts on the game i thought well if there's anything of progress we would have, if, if if this had been a full reversion, we'd have lost the game by a point. We finally actually at least played, played poorly, but were able to beat a team that we were better than athletically. The Which difference is something we hadn't been able to say in the first three, four games we had those opportunities.
0: This it's year. true, but also I think we lose to any other team on our schedule. Like they are, they're not Probably. just the worst team on our schedule, they are by far the worst team on our schedule. I think anybody else with that effort that we give on Saturday, App State's not great. Uh, you know Kent uh, who Wright State's not great. Bellarmine is not great. I think all three of those teams beat us again if we play the way that we played on Saturday. It was we, we didn't look know, good. We played. We had twenty-two turnovers and nine assists. Yeah, but we had
2: those same we had those same turnover to assist numbers in those No, games.
0: not that bad. Twenty-two is the season high.
2: Well, <laughs> give give or take a turnover, then we were still in the eighteen to probably twenty area in those other games too. At least we another, had uh, at we least had thirteen those, against Bellarmine. At least in those games, if, if Curry had actually played the way he's played the last two games, we probably don't maybe lose all three of those games by a point. We maybe actually win one. Bellarmine being maybe the one in particular, but nonetheless, those that's in the past. It's all gone. I'm not worried about that anymore. I'm more focused on the fact that we're on a two-game winning streak. Yes, it wasn't pretty. Yes, it wasn't very. Attractive. It was disgusting. But you know what? In the end, it's all a W. It got me tied until apparently EMU just pulled off a miracle last night beating Detroit. So now I am back down three to two in my series, but
0: yeah, I mean, I, if you are looking at big picture stuff, like it's great that they won. It would have been a disaster to lose to Florida and M. Florida and M has not been a Division One team uh, all season long. They're three fifty nine on Ken Palm out of three sixty three teams.
2: Worst part is they scored twenty two points off our twenty two
0: turnovers. Yeah, I mean we we looked we looked like we have the rest of the season besides Western Kentucky. We didn't shoot yeah. well, three of fourteen from three. We the turnovers are outrageous again. We go from finally having more assists in a game than turnovers, 17-13, against WKU to back to 22-9, which is just unacceptable. I mean, we didn't defend well. We let their pressure get to us. We, We looked like we have all season long outside of the Western Kentucky game, which was a massive disappointment to me. But at the end of the day, they found a way to win. It would have been a disaster if they had lost. The biggest disappointment to me, though, was they kept, like in the second half, they kept getting up by 10, 11, 12, and you're like, okay, just just put these dudes away. This is a team that anybody with a pulse should beat by thirty, and that everybody with a pulse has already beaten by thirty. Let's go ahead and stomp on them. And then we kept letting them get back down to like two. Like we we just we never had any sort of killer impulse against these guys. And like I hate to say I'm disappointed because we've won back to back games and, and a win is a win at this point. But again, to give a performance where I think that they probably would have lost to every team on their schedule besides Florida and him, including Lipscomb, who we play tomorrow night, is a little bit disconcerting we because... Bad,
2: we play this way against Lipscomb. We're not winning.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we... If we play that same game against any of the other 30 teams on our schedule, we lose the other 30.
2: If we can meet somewhere between this game and the West... We don't have to play as well, like we did Western to beat Lipscomb, but we got to meet somewhere in the middle between these, those
0: two yeah, games. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Lipscomb is a team that is... They are rated higher than we are in every advanced metric, including...
2: Like every team but three rated higher than us? Well, not in the,
0: you know, the, the net, yeah, but like, you know... In the, the advanced metrics, like we are currently, what are we on Ken Palm now? 245, which is not great, but it's still better. God, this is so depressing. It's still better than <laughs> over 100 teams in the sport. But Lipscomb, for comparison's sake, is 196. Uh, Ken Palm projects us to win this game by one point at home. And then we turn right around on Thursday and play our first ACC game, or sec- our third ACC game of the season against NC State as an away game. Uh, which were projected to lose by eighteen, which is not good. They beat Vanderbilt
2: on Saturday, didn't they?
0: They did beat Vanderbilt on Saturday by four. Oh,
2: oh, oh, that's it. They were favored by like twelve. Yeah,
0: seventy to sixty-six. Okay. Um, they are ten and three now. They are projected to beat us by eighteen points. They're given a ninety-four percent chance of winning that game.
2: We play the way we against Western, we can beat NC State. Sure, we can. i have no I, we play the way against Western, we can beat NC State. We can beat Georgia Tech, we can beat Pittsburgh. Now, are we going to play that well? That's, that's the question that is going to be lying. In. I mean, when you have – your starting lineup has – I mean, everyone in your lineup, starting lineup except for Henry Hatfield has four more turnovers on Saturday. I mean, God, is that right? Lot. Yeah. Yeah, Ellis had five, Curry had four, James had four, and Withers had four.
0: Five turnovers is kind of becoming the L special. Like this is three straight games now where he's had five, exactly, which, which is not, not good.
2: Not good, but
0: – He has the ball in his hands a lot. I get it.
2: If he's getting five turnovers – that's that's gonna happen. I, I'm I'm not like that's, I'm not gonna lose my mind over. It's when you have when you get twelve turnovers from three of your other four starters, and with, and Withers is the yeah, Withers is. I'm used, didn't play very well, and I'm used to Withers. Withers when he gets turned the balls, when he gets into the turnover mode, he does get very happy with the ball and the giveaway. But I mean, with James and Curry, you just you, you gotta limit you gotta limit those down to two each. I, I mean, at, at most. You can't be having four turnovers or more amongst every starter in your life. It's just like,
0: unless you're like you said, unless if we aren't playing. God, like, and we had four from our bench. Yeah, I mean, Basili and Lands both had two. If you
2: if you don't, I mean, if you're not gonna, we play. It's like like you said. if You play that way. You got we got lucky. We played against probably the worst team on our schedule.
0: Yeah, nineteen turnovers from your starters is just outrageous. That we had. I mean, they almost. Besides, if you take Curry out of the equation.
2: They did have all nine of our assists, though, for what it's worth.
0: If you take Curry out of the equation, they had more turnovers than rebounds. That's, <laughs> that can't happen. Um, but Florida A&M, was, Florida A&M was everything that I thought they were going to be, which was <laughs> one of the worst teams we've ever seen at the KFC Young Center, and we only won by six, which was, you know, it, it is what it is. But two in a row. We can make it three tomorrow night against Lipscomb, and then we'll, uh, God, I mean.
2: We almost had as many turnovers as we did field goal attempts.
0: Well, that's not true.
2: No, well, I have. I was looking at two. I was gonna 10. say we 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 had forty five. Well, total, I was looking at. Th- I looked at. I, I looked at right when I looked at it. I looked at two point attempts, which was thirty one. It also thirty one to twenty one is not a good ratio
0: because of the opponent and because of the football game and you know all, all that stuff going on. It also was one of the most scarcely attended local basketball games I've ever seen in my life. I had two friends who were there and they're yeah. like, I mean, "This is they, the, they, weren't, they weren't all at the football game." No, football. <laughs> but people wanted to watch. I it's know. my point. You know, I had two friends who were there. They're sending me videos. They're like, "This is." Like a different world. I've got, I've got my kids here. I don't know how to tell them. Like, this has never been... They announced the attendance at like 11,000 plus. I think it was probably more like like 6,000. Kind of like the, the the football game. But hopefully that's the last time. I, I
2: tell my kids, this is the first time you're going to be able to sit courtside with Daddy. Let's go. I don't
0: know about courtside. You know, Pretty they, much get down there. They'll I mean, kick you out if you try to go courtside. But you can get you can go down. You, you can get close.
2: I mean, why kick them out? Nobody's going to sit in there. Somebody, somebody,
0: somebody, the courtside seats are almost always occupied. That's true. Yeah, they're, you're on the floor. But after tomorrow, no more Lipscomb's, no more Florida A and M's, no more of these teams that we've beaten twice. It's all ACC or Kentucky.
2: Hey, Kentucky didn't look too. did not look too uh, too daunting.
0: I thought Kentucky was going to be a lot better than they are. I did.
2: You, you know I have you know I'm thinking down on Kentucky when I put money on Mick Cronin on Saturday.
0: Mick Cronin's killing it.
2: I put the, I laid the two point two and a half on UCLA.
0: Cronin and UCLA number three on Ken Palm. Number three offense. Some people didn't want him here. Can't coach offense.
2: Nah, don't worry. He'll, he'll lose the second round of tournament.
0: He hasn't lost the second round of the tournament since he got there.
2: He hasn't gotten there to the second round of tournament every year since he's gotten there, has he? Well, yeah. He he's got to the too.
0: he got to the sweet sixteen last year. He oh. went to the final four of the year before that. And uh what this he he, his fourth year or third year? Fourth he year. this is his third year. Third year. Final four, sweet sixteen. Not bad.
2: Sounds like he's going backwards. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> Um, make second round, then first round, then back to life, back to reality.
0: We also had the Patino Bowl last night. Richard beat Rick, which was I don't know if you saw his like post game press conference. Not even forgot the game was even happening. Yeah, it, it was a rowdy atmosphere. New Mexico still undefeated, and Rick was like, "It's great being back here. Great to see all you guys again. A lot of you were here the last time I was here in 2005, and uh, I wish I could say this is as much fun as going to a Final Four, but it's not." But I, but I appreciate like, you guys. Merry Christmas. I was like, like the frick. fans
2: that were there? Those kids were like. No, the workers. The kids, the kids, those kids weren't even bored. No, Treff, the, the, <laughs> the employees, buddy. Um,
0: yeah, the it not, was fun. Are
2: oh, you saying the, guy, the, guys, the poor guy's been selling nachos for 17 years? No, like
0: the, the SIDs and the New Mexico people, oh, that, okay. you know, the people at the press conference that he's talking to.
2: Oh, that's one place I always kind of wanted to go see a game was to be the pit.
0: Pit's apparently very cool. You ever been? No. Uh, my, my dad went, my dad was at the 83 Final Four working. And
2: I think that's why, because of the global significance with 83 in 2005, that I was just kind of like, I don't know. It, was, it always kind of made me be in those places like I wouldn't mind going to see.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I tell you what, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take some texts at 502 1450 You guys have some thoughts on volleyball and some thoughts on basketball. We want to hear from you. We'll do that after the break. Keep it locked right here. Rutherford Show continues next here on 1450 and one. The Big X. back in. Monday edition of the Rutherford Show rolling on here on 1450 and won The Big X. Jalen Hurst is not playing this weekend?
2: Looks like he's, a, he's doubtful with a strained elbow.
0: Gonna have to pick up a quarterback in fantasy semifinals. I don't like that. Don't care for one, that one bit. Not good news. I've got one move left in my roster, too. I'm gonna to make it a good one. Am I gonna start Daniel Jones in a fantasy semifinal? What's going on?
2: <laughs> Daniel Jones? Well, who's his matchup?
0: I don't know, but Jones
2: isn't bad fantasy wise, Depends on how you score. I pick
0: Russell Wilson up? No. Am I going to go Brock Purdy?
2: I don't even think Wilson's playing, by the way.
0: I've got no— There's— The waiver wire depending is limited. on the mashup, limited. Purdy could be interesting as well. Jeez, this is what I've been reduced to. It Hurts like my whole team.
2: Oh, yeah, I believe it. He beat, he beat me— uh, I was in the playoffs in three leagues. Uh, I went— uh, two, I lost in both two of them. One I didn't expect to win. I, I fell backwards in the playoffs. Uh, that one actually starts Daniel Jones the quarterback. But in the other one, I lost by less than half, by six yards, by .6. Uh, I needed six more yards out of Saquon last night. That's all I needed. Mm. And uh, But one of the main reasons I lost is because the guy I played against got 37 points from Jalen Hurts. Uh,
0: yeah, Hurts led me from the depths of seemingly like how I was being dominated to a 30-point win, and now I'm going to have to... We're scrambling a little bit, and it's my last move. I gotta make good. Well, you
2: gotta get him resting because he's about to take my real team to a Super
0: Bowl. Yeah, I guess that I guess that matters a little we bit might more. Might be
2: meeting you in the playoffs. Look at the Lions six and one in seven weeks.
0: Can't be beat. Won't be beat.
2: Ain't covered the spread.
0: A cries victory. Uh, the least Lions thing that I've ever seen happen is that fourth down play where it's fourth and one. They're going for it in midfield. I'm like, they try to do something a little tricky. Ben Johnson pulls out a bag of tricks. They run a play action and it goes for a touchdown. Like I was like, this is not Lions at all. They're definitely going to give up a score. And they get field goal luck as well. Like this is, I don't I don't know how to process this as a lifelong tortured Lions fan. But they are everything's falling their way right now, outside of that Thanksgiving game last month, which is, just
2: just gave them a little too much time. Gave
0: them a little too much time. In more serious bad news that we have to get to, uh, just coming across the the wire here. Tom Browning, Mister Perfect, has yeah. passed away at the age of sixty two. Was apparently there's a call that he was unresponsive in his house. Paramedics showed up, found him unresponsive on his couch, and uh, he he has passed away at sixty two. Very, very sad. One of the great Reds pitchers of all time. The Certainly John one of the, yeah, the 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 most famous faces from that late '80s, early '90s great run for the Reds.
2: Nasty boys, him, Jose Rio, and uh, was what was the closer, Randy Myers, and super sad. Uh, who's the guy? that Does the commentary now? Brantley. Yeah, Brantley. Yeah, no, it was yeah. That yeah. He was also on that staff as well. Yeah.
0: Uh one of the coolest moments of all time is him going up in the bleachers and sitting there. For the the game at Wrigley, just that one of that, that shot is is just fantastic. Um,
2: Last perfect game thrown by Cincinnati Reds. Oh, is the only perfect game by the Red?
0: Um, that's a good question.
2: I feel like there was one before him, but might be wrong. Well, there's only been what nine, right?
0: Is that it? There's uh, there's more. We uh, we've had this discussion before. No, no,
2: no hitters. There've been
0: perfect games in Major League history way more than nine. I
2: thought there only been like maybe nine, maybe ten at the most or so.
0: There have been. Let's see. There's a lot,
2: yeah. Oh, well, more than okay. I don't know why I was thinking.
0: Yeah. More um, twenty. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, a lot. Yeah.
2: Never been a Blue Jay to have one.
0: Well, who who is uh, there? Have been twenty perfect games. All right, there you go. Still a
2: pretty small amount of number. We compared yeah. to in the, the grand scheme of things. Yeah,
0: I believe.
2: I know the the Rockies guy had the one blown by the Empire a couple of years ago.
0: Wasn't that White Sox?
2: Was it White Sox? I don't know why I keep thinking Rockies. Maybe I'm thinking Rockies because his, name, like his last Rockies. name was Galarraga. Yeah, yeah, that's why, yeah. I automatically go to the big cat with my, he is my the, 90s knowledge. And White
0: Sox actually are tied for the most all-time thrown. They've had three. The Yankees also have three. But, yeah, that's the only perfect game thrown by Red.
2: I think I can name the three. it was Yankees, it would be Wells, Cone, and, uh, and Larson, right?
0: I would have to be right, right?
2: I think so. I know, I know Wells and, and Larson definitely. I think Cone was the third. I, How do I know that trivia about the Yankees? Wells
0: and Cone, you're right. Yeah, back to back, they right. were the, they were two in a row.
2: Larson, the only one to do it in uh in the post game, and the and only no hitter that ever thrown a no hitter. I don't count yours, Houston.
0: <laughs> Most recent no perfect game thrown.
2: Oh, it was a couple years ago, wasn't it? Like just like two years ago.
0: It was actually back in 2012.
2: Oh, it's been that long. Oh, good lord. Who a while.
0: Been? Felix Hernandez. Ah, I probably should. The been. big cat. Probably should have guessed that when you, when, you, when you go like 10
2: and 14 but still win the Cy Young because you're already, he's like one, that probably was the year I think he may have done
0: that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, was, he won the Cy Young with a losing record. He's a beast. And the Mariners just, yeah, so we're, bad. we're not good. We're not. It was, good. It was
2: right up there with, uh, what, was like, uh, what was the Kevin guy that used to uh, pitch for the Rangers? Kevin Brown. to reminded me of. When Kevin Brown would pitch for the Rangers, and he had like an ERA around one, but he had a losing record because it could give him zero offense ever.
0: Text thinks you were thinking of Rob Dibble.
2: Yes, yes, that's true. yes, thank you.
0: Not a Reds announcer, no.
2: No, Brantley is a... Br- Brantley was part... Was he not part of the Nasty Boys as well? Mm. Dibble was the name I had on Dibble's Dibble my is tongue.
0: definitive Nasty Boy. Yeah. Uh, 502 414 is the Thornton sex line. We talked volleyball and basketball last segment. We'll hear from you now. The texter says, What are your thoughts on KP finally putting Curry on a diet? It seems like hiring a strength and conditioning coach before June would have solved this issue earlier. He's still... I mean, it was great to see him have 13-19 against Florida A&M. He does not physically look mm. like the guy that we saw in last late February, early March. Yeah. I, I don't think that I'm stretching. I, I mean, I think we all we have eyes. We can see that.
2: Uh, they're stretching. They're stretching marks. So. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying probably know he's been on him this entire time to be in conditioning, and he's just now coming around. I mean, that's – hey, it's hard to make somebody eat a salad.
0: We know that first step. exactly. Texas says, "Yeah, Trevor, it was definitely the style that messed with your stomach, not the heart attack nuclear bomb of a burger."
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, I it was it was kind of a muddy muddy weekend.
0: Texas, can we get the uh, an update on the F Biden house from last week? I did. <laughs> I drove by the I, F Biden house for Friday show in Jeffersonville. Flag's gone. Oh. They've got Christmas stuff up. They'd,
2: Possibly he's come around with the Biden team? I don't think that that's the case. <laughs> that Can't case.
0: imagine that, I don't know, what, what what policy could have shifted that belief in such he, a short amount of time. He really wanted Brittany Griner he's, he's thrilled about Griner. He <laughs> loved the trade. And now he's like, I'm taking it down. But instead, they've got now just two American flags. Because they used to have American flag on the left pole and the bleep Joe Biden flag on the right pole. But maybe they thought Christmas season... A giant F-bomb, like the words spelled out in front of all the Christmas deck. Because they do, they're decked out with Christmas decorations. So they thought that maybe that was a bad look. I'm sure it'll be back for the new year. I
2: think they could at least go settle and do a Let's Go
0: Brandon. Flag. You think or something, you know.
2: That's what the mayor of my neighborhood did.
0: There's Biden flags out there, I'm sure, <laughs> that don't actually have the F-words. Spe- Even if it was just like F-Joe Biden. Like, but like the, I drove by there one time in October where they had all the Halloween decorations out. And two small children are playing underneath this flag on the front porch with like an old lady watching them. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, but they, it, it's gone now. Texas says, wait, Trevor eating a salad was three bites? This isn't what we were promised. If Brom only wins three games next <laughs> season, it's completely Trevor's fault.
2: First of all, there was never a promise of eating the whole thing.
0: You, you kind of said that you were going to eat the whole thing.
2: No, I said e- I'd, eat some, I'd eat salad.
0: But then when we started talking about it last week, you were like, I'll eat the whole thing.
2: I don't remember ever using that. Now, I,
0: I don't think that, this salad was a, a big salad. It was a big salad. I I'm would. i not going to ask you to eat that the entire thing. thing. That's the first thing I've blown 30 bucks off. It would have been. Yeah, it was a pricey salad. It was. It would have been nice to have eaten a little bit more than three bites. But at that point, I was like, how much, how much play-by-play can I do if Trevor regurgitating salad into a trash can right now? <laughs> I mean, the, the people may have heard enough. It was so
2: nasty. It didn't help the chicken was nasty. It was all cold, and disgusting, and... There weren't very many strawberries in there. So to that's how you get it. Ebola was one of
0: the <laughs> best quotes from the entire thing. this how you get Ebola? I think the,
2: the text said. To me, I didn't even caught me when I said it. It tastes like ass. Not good, not, not, not good ass. Not good ass. Not like sweaty well, ass. It's, it's like good. sweaty ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, that, yeah, the dressing was, I could have definitely gone with some nacho cheese on it.
0: I don't think the nacho cheese would have helped.
2: It had to cover up the plate. The lettuce tastes gross.
0: It's just lettuce.
2: It's so nasty. Ne- it's paper. It's just Oh.
0: Finally chopped.
2: It was still it was just it was just nasty. It looked like seaweed. It's like something just like it looked like something I pull out of the, 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 the well, not me, but the guy I pay to pull out of my gutters when he's cleaning them out.
0: Terry says <laughs> Trevor was definitely bending the food rule, food food bet rules like banya. I'm not sure that counted.
2: <laughs> Mendy's. I'd eat soup. Soup counts as a meal. <laughs> the best pea soup, Trev. You the want, best. You, you want your suit? Go get it. <laughs> you are. You, you're, you're banned, yeah. That's gold. Gold, Berthavid. Gold, I tell you. What's the deal with the Oval team?
0: Texas <laughs> says the volleyball team losing on Saturday is 100% on TK for welching on that bet. Oh, come on. Three bites and not a single one down the goal. It does not count as eating a salad. Oh, First of all, his punishment should be having to stand at the net with his hands tied behind his back while every player on the team gets a spike a ball at him.
2: That's just uncool. <laughs>
0: It'd be hilarious. I'd watch that. Turn that into a show. I'm watching that on any channel. I'm paying for it.
2: I did. I, I, I want I to set the record straight, though. I did swallow two of the three bites.
0: One was just a strawberry.
2: Well, that would no, No, the one was had lettuce on it. it. all had lettuce.
0: The one was just a strawberry.
2: I did eat a strawberry and, and grape by itself.
0: And then you had two more bites after that.
2: But I like the first big bite, and I couldn't get it all down. You
0: couldn't. You also spit out the vinaigrette by itself.
2: Well, that was just more getting the taste out of my mouth because it was nasty. But I, did, I couldn't get that first big bite. And then I tried to eat the piece of chicken, and it was just disgusting. And then I ate, like, a couple small bites of lettuce with, with a grape and, and strawberry.
0: You're shocked at the chicken being cold. Because I got home, and Mary's like, he really, like, he's not playing it off the right. He has never eaten salad, like, before. Like, she's like, does he not know the chicken that like, comes cold on some it dishes? Should. Why would it come cold? Cause it's a salad. You know what? Like, like, have you ever had warm lettuce? I know you hate Last cold lettuce. Last time we lettuce. ate cold
2: chicken was when we were like in the Oregon Trail days. I mean,
0: well, the, no, no, that's you.
2: We have microwaves now, people. I mean, I'm because I, I've nuked it.
0: No, I mean you, you could, but you would. Would you eat warm lettuce and warm? You put warm cheese? lettuce on
2: burgers, don't you? and That what's on a cheeseburger? Right, because
0: the rest of the meal is warm.
2: Okay. It's, so why couldn't the le- Why couldn't you just warmed up the chicken? The cheese could have melted down a little bit; would have been nice. I mean,
0: I'm not, I'm getting gag reflex just thinking about this now.
2: And now, I mean, and that would have been the lettuce. Could not have to be freezing cold. I mean, what an iceberg is romaine? Not that cold, in Romania.
0: Ugh. Ugh. Texas says 502-414-1450. Oh, Since he didn't score again after Satterfield's in-game interview, thanks for the motivation, Scott. It's a great point.
2: Was it? Was there a score before his interview? Or after I can't. Remember. They scored before because it was. Okay. It he, was
0: seven seven when he came on at and started. We, we were quarter.
2: just getting the ball like buried in our own end zone. I said. We just got the ball after they scored. Like, we, yeah. Okay. Is that what it was? Yeah. Right? We had yeah. just we had just started our I drive. Know, I know we were starting deep in our own territory when he came on
0: because we scored on that drive, but he was already off the TV when uh, it happened because I really wanted us to score a touchdown while he was yeah. on TV talking.
2: Or done it wasn't like we Jeff on, the, but Jeff acknowledged we were we were playing well.
0: He did, which I thought it was interesting when we had him on on Friday. He didn't even know what time the game started. He's like, I think it's around noon, right? He's, I was like, I was like, this man's—he's focused on recruiting. He's getting it done right there. It's not worried about a Fedway
2: people say, admiring how you compared me to those dog, the two things. I'm yeah, kind of have. like, yeah.
0: He's like, he's like, well, you know, as soon as I'm feeding my dog, I'm like, oh boy, oh no.
2: Sure Text- to what kind of dog he has. Like, am being compared to like a? Like,
0: like a Chihuahua or something? Sean. <laughs> Texas, I don't want to nitpick overall success Cardinal Athletics for the weekend, but Jeff, you really need to get a quarterback in the transfer portal. I can't watch Brock Doman anymore. Please pull the plug on this experiment. It's not really an experiment so much as it is he's playing out of necessity. Like, I don't think anybody wants Brock Doman to be the starting quarterback next year. I, l- I like Brock a lot. No, but He's think, not good enough to be the starter here.
2: But honestly, though, if if you knew you had to go in with Brock Doman as a starter, you feel a lot better about it being with Jeff as the head coach in Satterfield.
0: Yeah, I I, I, mean, still, I, I wouldn't feel good did, about did, it did, overall.
2: Six year walk on to the Big Ten title game.
0: Yeah, but Aidan O'Connell's got it. I mean, let's, let's not compare Aiden O'Connell to Brock Doman. Different skill sets. And,
2: I, and I'm right there with you. I, I would don't no offense to Brock. I don't mind him just being the backup, but I want somebody else to come in. But I'm just saying, I I, I feel I, I feel safer in Jeff's arms is, is, with, with Brock than I would going in with Satterfield.
0: I, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't. I, again, I like Brock. I wouldn't feel safe with like some hybrid of Jeff, Bobby Petrino, and whoever the quarterback coach guru you want. Like, you could only do so much, and, and Brock is limited, I, I think we can say. He's, he's not a, there's a reason why we were the only D1, you know, like, to use your term, offer that he got coming out of Independence Community College. Like He's, he's not skilled enough to play at this level. Thank uh, you for using my term, by the way. You're welcome. Otherwise, I was going to be confused. I, I still too. feel – I think you feel good about the depth at this position, assuming you can go out and land a guy who's the projected starter for next season, because you've got Pierce Clarkson, a guy who's you know, the future, uh, uh, assumedly. Mm-hmm. You've got Caleb Johnson, who we st- is, is very much a mystery. Maybe he's the future. We don't know. And you got Brock Doman, who is a guy that, against the right opponent, can come in. I mean, he was, for all, for me saying, you know, sitting here and saying he's not good enough to play at this level. Three and one as a starter this year, and not against nobody competition. You know, he it's not like he started the USF and you know against Murray State and EKU. He won a bowl game. He beat NC State, it was a top 25 team. He beat Virginia on the road, and you know, he lost to Kentucky. Those are pretty good. Now the offensive numbers weren't great in those games. It was more about the defense than it was the offense. But still, that's kind of the whole season, though. He got you. He, he got. He led you to victories. Yeah. He can do it if you have a, a heavy run game and the defense is playing as well as it did in those games. And since Jeff twice
2: the coach, since they at six and two.
0: Yeah. So if you've got those three guys, that feels like a good depth. It feels like a good starting point. But you need to go out and get a guy that you feel confident in being the every snap starter for. The twelve games, and these are guys that you can work in or play out of necessity next season. Because like a
2: quarterback situation splashed me back to the Justin Burke, Abe Frohman that year,
0: which is why you need to go get a guy who's better than Justin Burke and Abe Frohman. Yeah,
2: it was Adam Frohman, but yeah, yeah. That's what, you know, I, as, soon as I said, it, I realized what I did. But the that team, King that of team also did go
0: to bowl game. They did. They
2: that was Strong's first year too,
0: wasn't it? That was Strong's first year because second year was Teddy yeah. uh, versus Will Stein, and. I mean, Wilson played on that team as well. I think Wilson started the last game against Rutgers that got them bowl eligible. But y- you were kind of hoping that that was just a Steve Craigthorpe didn't know how to recruit quarterbacks, and we're not going to be in this position again. We need to get a quarterback for next year.
2: But, but both were they were both first year guys that year too. weren't they both transfers? Because Burke came from NC State. Burke was in his second season. Oh, was he? Okay.
0: Froman know. was a JUCO. Yeah, yeah. they they were, they had been on the team. They they played the year before. I didn't Okay. I and did that. not play great. I think they actually were there in 08, in too, because Cantwell was 07. No, Brom was 07, Cantwell was 08, and then 09 was Froman and, uh, and and Burke for Satterfield's or Crackthorpe's last year. And last
2: memory, down memory lane of that year, was it was it Froman or Burke that did the, the, the uh, fumble on the pylon against Oregon State?
0: Ah, uh, Froman. He played real well in that game, though.
2: And then he just, uh, he just had that one big goop at the
0: end. Yeah. I remember there were, he was getting, like, draft buzz like, out of nowhere. People were like, he's going to get drafted in the fourth round. I'm like, there's no and He didn't, but he was getting buzzed. <laughs> Texas says Brahm's going to bring in his punter like Bombay with Goldberg. Also, did Trevor say that he's filmed himself before on Friday? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not diving into that. I'm going to say yes to everything. Oh God.
2: You never filmed it? Never, stop, stop, oh stop, 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 stop. Not that bad. I mean, Ta- it looked bad,
0: but. I was going to say, I don't want to, I don't want to think about it.
2: Oh yeah. I went back and watched, like, it, it kept auto shifting between like my butt and like the TV in the background. And again, at some point I just started watching, trying to rewatch the TV in the background.
0: <laughs> Feel good about that? Not really. Feel good about what you just said on the radio? <laughs>
2: the worst part is I don't know what happened to that tape. This is Christmas. I <laughs> don't know where that tape is. This up? is Christmas that week. Tape's floating somewhere. Stop. Blockbusters. I start.
0: don't want to think about it either. Texas <laughs> says coaches change, but the cake remains. That's our cake. That's our cake. Don't you ever touch our cake? You
2: know, I said jokingly, I was just like, they can take the cake with it with Saturday. Now I'm just glad we didn't give it. To no, them. hell no. I'm glad we just teased them with it. Like, look, hey, look, we found this. I know you want it. You're not getting now. Is that score going to be put on the keg with the rest of them?
0: I think so. Okay. They both sides said it was up for grabs.
2: Okay, so that would make it three in a row officially that we beat.
0: It was the 54th time the keg's been up for grabs officially.
2: That means three in a row. We beat them at their house. We beat them at our house. And we beat them in a neutral site. It's over with. They had every opportunity to beat us. We we got them at home, their house, road, neutral. Boom, bam. Thank you for the keg. See you later.
0: Texas, oh how much football has improved in a short amount of time! I was sitting on the beach in early October when they lost to Boston College. Now I'm sitting on the beach again with an eight and five record, a bowl win, and the coach we all wanted. It sounds like you're just bragging about being at the beach twice say, in two gonna, months. Yeah,
2: well, who goes to the beach this much? It's, it's a, Wait, Jimmy Buffett?
0: <laughs> is this Satterfield, Texas? I mean,
2: I mean are, you, are you really on a beach, or you like at the quarry? That's what I want to know.
0: <laughs> beach, the beach, man. <laughs>
2: You know, I'm sorry. Doc, going to like the, the quarry does not count as a beach.
0: says I can't imagine why Trevor's mom didn't want that Frankenstein of a salad.
2: <laughs> well, her her regular fence was, it's got, she's not allowed to have seeds like with, with um, I forget what it's called, like Titus or something or whatever. She's like, can't have like seeds and peanuts. So she was, I told her there were strawberries on it. She just pick them off. And she just like looked at it and was like, that's okay. Yeah, I don't blame. Like, there's like one strawberry on there though. I was like, no, that's fine.
0: Let us say that we support Green District salad, the official salad of U athletics. We this is more an you error. Did
2: I put? I gave it to the yard for the. I mean, that's okay, right?
0: You gave it to the yard. What do you mean? You gave I just threw it out in the yard. So that, Why don't you just throw it in the trash?
2: I, wondered, I thought the birds could come and eat it.
0: You just killed birds. Oh, you want? They can't you, eat grapes.
2: It's like one or two grapes, but I mean, it's,
0: grapes kill all birds. Really? No, I'm just making that up. Oh, I know alka
2: does. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: you never did that as a kid either? No,
0: no, but I've, I've heard of it. <laughs>
2: what, kind of, what kind of youth did you have, man? One where I didn't murder we animals. Those are
0: the, the first signs of serial killers.
2: <laughs> Blowing up birds and making video tapes. We live different lives, That's man. disgusting. <laughs>
0: it's really troubling. I don't like that you did I didn't that. have the internet. I don't, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's No. No. It's like 10 or 12. I had no desire to kill animals when I was a kid. No.
2: I used to love stomping on bees. <sighs> well, I've, bees are one. But yeah. I've never been stung in my life, too.
0: I've been stung many times. Clearly, they're afraid of you. You put the vibe out there at an early age. Don't mess with me. I was me. like, don't, don't screw with me. That's, they let, let them know.
2: I, do, I get nervous. I think it's because I've never been stung. Every time I see a bee, I still get kind of like panicky. Now I'm like, just like, I don't want... I, I've gotten this far It's not in a life. good feeling. Yeah, It's not I, the best. I know it's not I good. I don't like it. it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like well, it's good pains. I mean, I know it's not going to be something that's going to like send me into shock. I'm not going to end up like Martin Short and pure luck, where I'm just going to like swell up because i technically already did that anyway. But I just I don't know. Now it's like TJ who won't eat a fast food burger at this point. Like I, I don't want to break the streak.
0: I I understand that.
2: Yeah, it's just it's, it's more just out of my own mental capacity.
0: We we when I worked at San Joe's Orphanage in the summer. Like we would always we had to we did like odd jobs. And there would be, like, wasp nests or bees nests in the ground. And, like, the way that you got rid of them, because you have to get rid of them to, for the kids and people walking around and all that stuff, was you would pour gasoline there and light it on fire. And one time...
2: <laughs> How's it money more humane to me giving an alka to a bird? Good Lord, well, you, man. You're,
0: you're targeting them. We don't, we, you don't need to kill a bird. You we ever seen to, a bird?
2: You ever seen a bee movie? You're just, like, flaming them The, the We had to get rid of
0: these bees. They're, they're, they're on property. We got orphans out there. But, like, one We're time on we property. did this... And we're, like, they all come out. They all come swarming out. Like, we're running away. And it was like a scene from, like, a bad war movie. Like, it was like a slow motion. And, like, if you'd had a footage of me where I'm like, ah, like, my head goes back. Like, I just got shot in the back. Like, I, I get stung twice in a row. And it's like everyone's running, like, kind of laughing. And I'm like, mother. <laughs> like, did you, did screaming. you was jumping ter- in a lake or something? No, I was, the, I was the only one who got stung. And I got stung uh-huh. twice. It was terrible. It was awful. It was. I'd already been stung once that summer. Was it was. it was, They got it out for me.
2: Speaking of bee, I think that's another thing, seeing my girls at a young age probably freaked me out about these things too. Understandable. I mean he killed Macaulay and
0: all. I mean did it, like this is before like there was word of mouth with stuff like this. All we knew was Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. And so everybody wanted to see his next big thing and we're like, Oh, this I'm sure it's good and like he's dead. Spoiler no, alert, you, dies. Before
2: I think he came out, and that was The Good Son. You remember that movie? Oh, yeah, I, I do remember that. I, I it was saw, a big deal that he was going bad. I went and saw it in theaters on Christmas Day, actually. You I mean, probably loved it. Oh, no, I hated it. It was awful. I think that might have been the start of my hatred of Elijah Wood as well.
0: Texture says, this is a good volleyball info, because I was wrong, but Ico Jones actually has one year left, and a has two with the COVID year. Oh, nice. He says, uh, Texture says, we're arguably losing less than last year. We lost Dilfer and Stevenson last year, who are our two best players. This year, we're losing Dilfer's replacement. Uh, and we, but we brought in a top transfer behind her as a sophomore, a good middle in Tillman, probably not as good as Stevenson and Chausse, who's a big loss, but I think we can fill one pin hitter and one middle in the transfer portal. We also still have our best player in De Beer. Logan Eggleston didn't win until her fifth year. That gives De Beer two more years to get it done. That makes me feel better. We're going to be back next year. I mean, it like it's the year a
2: lot more than I do. We're uh, winning it all. I was just, you just had me tell me I get another year of singing in, in the end of the beer.
0: Texas says Eastern Michigan beat Detroit Mercy by two yesterday. I know, I know. Three to I, two. I, I st- I walked the up. The race and, to six continues. He's not,
2: I walked up in those shades, just acting like I just I was just hot bleep. Like, I'm like it's all tied up two two. What are you gonna do? We're gonna and he looks at me because we beat Detroit Michigan. We're up. Th-. I'm like oh, you son of a I
0: still man. think you got a shot.
2: We <laughs> gotta beat Linscomb.
0: Ken Palm has Lipscomb. has Louisville projected to win six games right now. He still has Eastern Michigan down there at two ninety eight. But he does have them projected to win nine games.
2: Detroit's a good win for them, right? I mean, that's Mike Davis still.
0: They were favored to win that game, though. Oh, they were? Yeah.
2: Mike Davis is that bad still? Mike
0: Davis, yeah, they're not good.
2: His, his kid's still taking up 70
0: shots. Yeah, he's the all-time lead scorer in the Horizon League. Yeah, they are 5-7 and seven now.
2: Poor kid's going up a carpal tunnel
0: in his elbow. I'm yeah. worried that you're going to lose $500 because Eastern Michigan played Wayne State, a non-D1 team, and got that win. Oh, and so I'm worried you should have you ironed that out. It should have been... Just D one. If it was just D one wins, you'd be tied right now.
2: No. No. It's all good.
0: The good news is I they, shouldn't
2: be tied in the first place.
0: They've got South Carolina on Friday. That should be a loss. That should be a loss, be lost, yeah. But then they have back to back games where they're going to be favored. Bowling Green and Central Michigan. If you can get out of there with a split.
2: I assume Central Michigan's a rivalry game.
0: Well, I mean, there's like a million Michigans in the in the match. Yeah, but
2: the directional ones have to have like a, a special rivalry. Well, you've also got Western in there. That's true. Well, it's, it's like it's like Western the, and Eastern, which
0: seem to be bigger. It's, rivals.
2: It's like a really broke version of the uh, Super Five in Philadelphia.
0: I don't think Eastern Michigan has rivals. I don't think they care enough.
2: What if they call like the, the, the you have, Duke's their rival? You have like the Super Five in Philly. I wonder if they call it Michigan. Remember when Eastern like, Michigan beat Duke in
0: the NCAA tournament. 30. Earl Boykin.
2: <laughs> I remember Earl Boykin.
0: They knocked Duke out. Texas, is, sorry, I'm late, but do we know if Mark Ivy is joining Bromstaff?
2: I would think so. Yeah. I don't. I would think not. I, I really? think because.
0: No. Brom's bringing his own guy who coaches the defensive line um, I can't tell you for sure who knows maybe things could change
2: They spent an entire four minutes of gameplay talking about him in Triple
0: H I mean Mark Ivy rules I would love to see him stay on staff my understanding as of last week was that he probably wasn't going to be kept on staff but who knows maybe things have changed maybe the players are going to advocate for it we'll see Texas I'm up by 12 and the fantasy semis with nobody left and the other guy has Aaron Jones what are my chances 60-40
2: 12 he, you, you, he needs 12 points from Aaron Jones
0: yeah I don't think it's happening
2: uh, yeah your, your odds of winning are probably about 20 percent
0: well no he's up by 12 he needs Aaron Jones to score fewer than 12 points to win
2: yeah no Aaron Jones is probably gonna have more than 12 points I don't know man I think it's 64 Rams, they're gonna run the ball down the Rams throat I don't think I mean, it's happening I think the Packers are winning I've more. got more
0: confident in our texture than you do keep the faith young man or woman we love but you.
2: But also keep a, keep a beer in hand, too, because you might
0: need it. Well, yeah, you never know. Monday night games get weird. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, five o'clock hours on the way next, we'll recap some of our thoughts from the Fenway Bowl as well as what's going on in the world of Cardinal football. And take your text as well at 502 414 1450. Happy Christmas week to you. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, it's all happening. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying something. I thought you were saying, hold on. And I didn't know where you were going to go with that. Happy Hanukkah. Happy oh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah started on Saturday, right? I think it just, yeah, it just started. Yeah. We're yeah. on night three. Yeah, and it's Christmas week. It's all happening. That's what I'm saying. It's all happening. We got Cardinal Athletic stuff to talk about. Keep it locked right here on 1450 and 961 The Big X. Hour here of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961, the Big X. Lots to get to reacting in the week in the West. One thing that we have not talked about. I'm seeing the video now of Trevor. Are you familiar with Salt Bay? The guy who was a viral internet sensation several years ago. Would he's a chef and he would sprinkle the salt on his meat and like do it like this. And he, you know, always wore sunglasses and was thought he was really cool. But there's a video of him trying to like congratulate messi after winning the world cup and messi's basically like get this internet loser away from me and it makes me like messi way more but we have not talked about no i have have no clue you're talking about i kind of guess so so salt bay is trending in the world like why why is this loser trending again it's because messi kind of made him look dumb which is great but world cup final one of the most exciting sporting events i've ever watched like like this was I hesitate to like put a foot into the the realm of like soccer analysis because I don't follow soccer like so many people do, uh, three hundred sixty five days a year. But I'm watching this. And I'm like, this has to be the greatest World Cup final of all time, right? And thank God I see like the soccer expert saying the same thing because you've got Messi and Mbappe, like two of the if not the two biggest stars in the world, going head to head, scoring five goals combined. Argentina gets up to nothing. It seems like that's insurmountable. France comes all the way back. Extra time goal for Argentina. Extra time goal for France. Like, it was insane, and then it ends in a shootout, which is always kind of anticlimactic, but still, like, incredible, incredible, incredible game.
2: That's what I hear, and it sucks because, to me, this is the World Cup that was the most forgettable. Like, it was because it was stuck in the winter to me. And I just, I, honestly, I didn't even know the, the final was occurring until I turned it on, and I'm watching Messi celebrate because I'm getting ready to watch the NFL games at 1 o'clock. Like, I just, I would completely forgotten the final was happening. I forgot. Wait, for,
0: you don't get up before one anyway.
2: I, I have for World Cup. I have before for sporting events. I woke up at 10 o'clock for, to watch the 1030. Well, 1030, close to 11. to watch the, the game on Saturday. You know, I, I've gotten up and watched World Cup in different countries more often than not. But this year, I just, it's because, because they stuck it in the middle of every, all the other great sports going on here in America. It just got lost to me. And it was almost kind of weirdly fitting that, like, it's Argentina, it's Messi, in a year where they kind of got lost in the winter fold of everything in this World Cup, that he finally gets it, and it's be in a in a weird world, weird wacky World Cup.
0: Well, man, I don't think the rest of the world views it that way. Have, have, have I'm you sure they like, don't. Have I you mean, seen the views from Buenos Aires, by the way? Like, it's. Oh, I'm sure. I thought it was fake. Like, I, I the drone footage of I've never seen that many people in one spot. It was it, it was unbelievable. I was kind of with you in terms of like I didn't get as into this World Cup as I thought I was going to. I got into zero, and maybe it's sucks. because, maybe it is because we had so much going on at the same time. I kind of thought it would add to the, you know, the, the, the fun of just sports going on at the same. And then you kind of realize there's a limit that you have to hit. We have mm-hmm. got every major sport basically going at the exact same time. And for us personally, you've got it's this weird period of, of the calendar year where you've got football and basketball coexisting. And this is our jobs. You know, we, we're we're talking about U of L sports. Uh, that was, in, of course, Satterfield madness happening, Braum madness happening, mm-hmm. all that stuff going down. That's
2: the basketball team ever going to win a game. All I mean, that, yeah.
0: It was kind of tough to to just dive was, into that. And I say that, like, I've got friends who obviously were watching every match no, and doing all the this stuff. That but do, it was a crazy, crazy final. The
2: people that are going to do that, and pretty much the rest of the world outside of America, you know, are, yeah, I mean, they're into it. They don't give it's winter, summer, fall, doesn't matter when. I mean, and that's fine. I get that. It just, to me, as, especially as a casual fan, And I was with you coming into it. I thought this is going to be just add on. Throw something else in there. A great thing to watch. And I just, it didn't work that way.
0: Yeah. The the ratings now were way up in America. Um, Up 27% from 2018. uh, The semifinals were. And up 22% from 2014. Now
2: is that for the finals or just that
0: for? Semifinals. Okay. Yeah. Average 6.53 million viewers on Fox. Which was up 27% from 2018 and up 22% from 2014.
2: What time frame was the 2018 one on? Do you remember? Where was that at?
0: 2018 was, it was during the day.
2: Was it, I can't remember. Because that was in, I want to say it was
0: Brazil? Was that, or was that, that was 2014 was Brazil. 2018 was Russia.
2: So that was five hours ahead of us, five to six hours ahead of
0: us. So it was about the same thing. I remember the, I remember the final being on in the afternoon.
2: They're on around the same time frame as like London. I was there like five, six, seven hours ahead of us roughly.
0: Had England's five, so yeah. Russia being moreover would have to be more somewhere than somewhere between
2: them and Japan, maybe. Yeah, Japan's fourteen, so
0: yeah, I think that it's probably seven, eight. Seven to, I seven had to guess. Eight.
2: yeah. Which I mean, that means yeah, that means it's coming eight on, hours, yeah. Yeah, that means it's coming on the middle of the afternoon for a night game there. So yeah, the other time frame would be better. Then I, just, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, USA was involved to me, but. It just maybe it was just me, but I think it's just because it got stuck in the winter. Just it really deteriorated my able to get really into it, and that that, that sucks for me because I hate not. The World
0: Cup it. needs to do more to appeal to Trevor Kelsey. Well,
2: it needs to do the casual fan in general. I don't think I don't think I'm alone in that. The, the people were you know, maybe watched a little more than I did, but didn't get nowhere near the amount into it because you know I'm, you're in the middle of your football NFL. The Eagles are dominating. You got you know basketball going on. I mean, it's just there's so much happening that. It just kind of got lost for me, and that sucks. And I hate that because I do actually love getting into the World Cup.
0: I did think it was hilarious. They announced, because the game was, the match was going on so long, and they're going to kicks. So they were like, if it does carry, if the celebration does carry over into past 1 p.m., Fox will be switching to NFL football, and you can watch the, I was like, this is the, maybe the greatest soccer player of all time, winning his first World Cup, accepting you know the, you know, the golden boot and doing all the awards, there." and they're like, flip over to FS9, FS1 yeah. on channel 619 or wherever you can find it so that we can show you the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. playing yeah. football. Yeah. I was like, this feels – it felt wrong. But at the same time, I was I was focused on fantasy football.
2: It was – yeah, yeah I was – I thought the same thing. That's, well, that's how I, I – honestly, again, that's how I remembered it was happening was because I flipped over to Fox at like 1255 and there were – Wrapping it up as quickly as they could to get to the the, the kickoff of the yeah, Jaguars. we got we, we got people have to see oh, yeah
0: Trevor Lawrence they've got to see the, you know if you're watching Lionel Messi and Mbappe play you you are dying to see Evan Ingram catch passes for the Jaguars
2: offense well I was dying I left Ingram and Lawrence on my bench but I still won some okay. played Ingram that was a hell of a game by the way
0: it was a good game it actually was a good game yeah. not as good as the Lions Jets but it was it was good it was fine <laughs> uh, we also quick news to pass along Donovan Mitchell newly named Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Props to Don. We love you. He's, He's doing well in Cleveland, I
2: assume. He's tearing it up for the Cavs right he now. He's, he should be loving life. He's getting the Jason Kidd treatment, where you go from a cutthroat West to being the to the East, where it's just a lot easier to to be a star.
0: More space. Cavaliers, by the way, third right now in the East standings. If you're looking ahead, they are 20 and 11. That trade paying off big time for them, behind only the Bucs and the Celtics. Um, yeah, Donovan's living life. Doing well.
2: Yeah, they can beat the Bucks and Celtics.
0: You think? We'll see. Not beatable. We'll find beatable. out. Uh, we started off the show talking about the big weekend that was. We we started with football because that was the biggest exclamation point for the weekend. Was the, the Cards hammering, hammering Cincinnati in the Fenway Bowl, keeping the keg here forever. Never play those guys again. Now, we, you know, we, every nine years, maybe throw them a bone. But it's our keg. Took that hammer to the nails. What you're saying? Took the hammer to the nails. That keg and nails. It's been a it's been a decade since the keg and nails has left the Derby City. And it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Josh Hurd sitting on that bad boy for the final seconds, watching it take away, gave it to Jarvis Brownlee. Everybody celebrated with the keg. Nobody wanted the the, the stupid Fenway Bowl trophy. I'm sorry, it's the first time anybody's got a chance to hold you didn't it.
2: They even brought the bowl trophy back.
0: They did because I saw pictures, people <laughs> taking pictures with it. But it was it was an afterthought. The fe, be- the cake and nails was first class. The yeah, the the Fenway Bowl trophy was back there in, in, in
2: coach. Fenway trophy's going to end up in some GA's basement in a week.
0: They're just giving it to whoever. Yeah, they're, they're, One of the quality control coaches is taking it wherever it's he's going. It's getting
2: thrown into the mix of the Secret Santa office, Secret Santa. <laughs> oh. oh, man. kitty Clown,
0: I got the Fenway trophy, damn it. What is the iPod. I'm going to steal the <laughs> mini Beefo Brady's helmet, which means the Fenway Bowl trophy is up for grabs here.
2: Do you know, think what they do with like, some of the... It'd be uh, hilarious if they use ...the secret Santa's giveaway?
0: <laughs> yeah, they swap. Uh, I, I would enjoy it. By the way, we've got a bowl game going on right now. Hilarious that they're playing a bowl game Monday. At, I think 2.30 was the kickoff. But Marshall is... We are. ...dominating Connecticut, who somehow was good enough to make a bowl game this year, in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Marshall leading 28-7 to in the third quarter. You can watch that on ESPN. Uh, If you want to, I guess they don't want to compete with even like pregame show for Monday Night Football, so that's why they're playing a game at two thirty on a Monday. It's also the Myrtle Beach Bowl.
2: Well, tomorrow during
0: props to Kansas,
2: Marshall, and Connecticut going to Myrtle Beach
0: during our show tomorrow. We'll have the uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl at three thirty on ESPN. I'm from Idaho. San Jose State versus Eastern Michigan, and then at night we'll have the Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl between Liberty and Toledo. Western plays uh, on Wednesday night against South Alabama in the New Orleans Bowl.
2: The Bahama Bowl, that's the one Western had the really fun game against, was it
0: Central Michigan? Uh, ooh, I think you're right. I think it was Central It was a great Mich- game.
2: Yeah, it was the one that went back and forth and, and they ended up winning on the, I think Central Michigan went for two and didn't get it, I believe.
0: I think it's so weird. I was kind of, you know, us playing the first game that you could theoretically play as an ACC team on December 17th was kind of a slap in the face. I didn't realize how many bowl games there were. I mean, we had Oregon State, who lost three games this season, was number fourteen in the country, playing at three o'clock on December seventeenth. That felt—I was like, if we're pissed off about this, imagine how they feel. I mean, even Cincinnati was nine and three and ranked for a lot of this year, but that's—I mean—they're trying to take advantage of the few weekends they have during bowl season that aren't I was, I was Christmas-related. Kind of
2: glad we got an early bowl. I almost said get it kind of over with and done, but I was kind of—I'd I prefer the early bowl and it being on a Saturday because I did not want us to land on like a. Weekday in the middle of the day. I mean, I guess I like that, to have it to look forward. I guess to, that would have gotten us the day off, but I mean, we still have time to look forward to it, though. It just
0: feels like now because we had like football and the volleyball run, and now it's all, it's all like over. This week we'll have a lot of football news to get to because signing day and transfer portal and all that stuff. Yeah. But once that wraps, it's just basketball for a solid three months. And in most years, that's fine. In this year. Might get a little repetitive. It's like
2: like a sociopath being left alone with his thoughts. (laughs) Kind of. I mean, we've we've been we've been dangerous thing.
0: We've been welcoming distractions for the first month and a half of this season. I mean, we're outside of the past week, but now like there's no distracting. It's just men's and women's basketball. Women's, you know, they're they're now rolling. They beat Pitt handily yesterday in their ACC opener. They've won three in a row after that little bit of a slow start. But the men's team is it, it is what it is right now. I mean, it's, it's which is on a two-game winning. It's streak. on two game.
2: That's when that's what it is. It's on a winning streak. They won one. Now they won two in a row. It's a winning streak. It's happened before. If we beat
0: Lipscomb, that's three. It's a streak.
2: It's, it's especially a streak now.
0: You count back to back as a streak.
2: Yeah. Anything with anything with multiple. I'm fine points. with it. Whatever. In, in in a streak, multiple wins isn't two multiple. i am good with that. Okay. My boring. I could here? take that.
0: Yeah. A little bit. I could take that. <laughs> Lipscomb tomorrow. I'm a little nervous. I kind of am too. I I, I just if they, had, I mean, we both thought they were going to hammer Florida. And I it.
2: haven't watched them play, but I looked at their resume, and it just it makes me nervous. Well, they're a team with a pulse.
0: They're they're <laughs> they're a team that has beaten other teams in basketball, and recently just lost to Michigan by only eight points, which says to me they can absolutely beat us. Uh, Notre Dame beat them by one earlier this year. We'll talk more about this game tomorrow, but yeah, like I, if we had gone out and. Taking care of Florida A&M the way that I thought. I mean, you and I both picked us to win by, like, 17-18.
2: And the line was 17, I believe.
0: And they were life and death to beat the worst team on the schedule. That took away a little bit of the confidence that I had after Wednesday night's game.
2: And it was, again, just shooting yourselves in the foot, which is... 22 no, turnovers. And it's not just, and not just the turnovers, it's the laziness of the turnovers that leads to just fast-break points. Yeah. And just... And then just It's very irritating.
0: But we started off by talking about the Fenway Bowl. I think that was the most positive thing that happened over the weekend because it was such a dominant effort. And one of the things that I think you got excited about when you're watching that game is I know we're losing a decent amount of the guys who are playing well on defense, but there are a lot of guys who played huge roles in that game who are coming back. Namely, I mean the two running backs, I don't know how you can watch Jawar Jordan and Maurice Turner both run for over 100 yards. First time that's ever happened in a Louisville Bowl game and not get excited about the fact that combined They have five years of eligibility remaining. Jawar can play two more seasons here. Maurice uh, can play three as a freshman this year. You can excited about that. Ashton Delade was fantastic. He's coming back. Destel was good. He's coming back. A lot of that defensive talent outside of the linebacker position and a couple of the secondary players are going to be back next season. There's a lot, assuming that he fills the the major gaps on this roster with capable players from the transfer portal, there's a lot to be excited about for next season with Jeff Brom coming into the, the fold. I think as long as you get a quarterback that you feel good about being the starter from day one and maybe a couple of weapons on the outside, I, I'm ready to go. Like I, I, I'm excited about this. You feel good about the run game. You should feel good about the offensive line, even though you lose a couple of starters there. You you'd certainly feel good about the defensive line. They've already filled a couple of the spots that they need to fill in the secondary, we talked about the, the four transfers who have already committed to Louisville. Apparently, it was a great weekend for the, uh, the, the recruiting visits. Assuming you can bring in a couple of other guys at key spots, namely quarterback, there's going to be a lot of enthusiasm about this Louisville football team next year.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I opened the show by telling you how excited I am. I mean, I'm just—we all know you're excited. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. Everyone
0: could transfer, and you'd still be excited. I'm,
2: I'm Jonah Hill watching, you know, all this perform at the at the Hawaii buffet. Excited inside of you, <laughs> inside of you. Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, I mean, with what we got coming back, and I know that obviously you mentioned the quarterback position, and and the defense, but we've already seen names coming in in waves and in drones almost of, of, of defensive players being added to hopefully fill positions that we are losing. And I just, I, I don't know, for, for the first time in, in in five years, six years, like going into this season, you know, people were, you know, we had Rashawn on here and and, and, and others would just, you know, try to be, you know, in a text line would be like, trying to be like, you know, oh, you know, yeah, there's some question marks about receiver, but a Bruce can take over that deep spot or, you know, this player, this player, and I just, I I didn't have confidence, and maybe and, and not that the Bruce you know showed me anything of like spectacular blow my mind in this bowl game, but I've seen enough of him over just this last year to think now with a coaching staff that I trust will get the best out of him. Sorry, sucks, sucks to be you, Cincinnati. Will get the best out of him. I feel I'm I'm excited. I look at Turner who had more yards in last night's game than he had his entire career at this point. He looked good. You know I look say what he looked good. You know, I see Jordan who's you coming off four out of the last five games of this of this season with 100 plus yards in each of them, you know, and, and showing that burst. I just I, I, I'm,
0: I am. I mean, you have to feel good about the fact that this man has been on the job for nine days now. He's addressed significant needs on the defensive side of the ball. He gets Stephen Heron, who's a linebacker. We mentioned we're losing pretty much all the linebackers. Biggest, who's biggest been a very good player at Stanford for the last uh, few years. You get Rodney McGraw, who didn't play much at Penn State, but is a solid defensive line prospect and edge rusher, who is a solid recruit coming out of, uh, out of high school. You get Devin Neal, who's a safety who played big-time snaps at Baylor this year, had 41 tackles and two interceptions, an accomplished player who could help you out right, right away. And then Miles Flusher who can play safety or corner, probably you're looking at him as a corner here, who's a former four-star recruit who went to Arkansas and was very highly touted and is listed as one of the 30 best overall players yeah, available mean, in the transfer portal but for rivals. Hopefully that's a sign of things to come, but right now it's a hell of a first start.
2: And You combine that with a but I'm sure there will be a few more guys in the upperclassmen transfer portal. You've got – you know it's not we still have kids coming in. The kid from mail coming in that was a decent recruit who I think will probably end up being more of a linebacker than a defensive lineman. By his weight and I don't expect him to be an impact guy right away, but it's somebody to at least keep an eye on, hopefully, and have the name circled. I mean, it just, I, I yeah, I mean, I mean, my pants haven't been this tight since I moved up to three X. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know what to say to
2: that.
0: <laughs> now, if you're just joining the show, we are a couple of of negative recruiting pieces of news. Mark Vassett, Louisville punter who had a very, very good year this past season, has entered the transfer portal. Not sure what the story is there. But we uh, we're losing him. Also, DeAndre Moore, well, the highly touted said
2: Foster sucked, and he was like, "Screw this." Yeah, the,
0: the highly touted wide receiver out of St. John Bosco, uh, DeAndre Moore, has picked up a couple of crystal ball predictions that he's going to go to Texas, which is where he spent this past weekend visiting. While his fellow U of L commits from St. John Bosco, we're all here in town. That's that's a bad, clearly thing. not great news. That's
2: yeah, I don't I don't. Like worry myself with the crystal balls. I mean, I saw get Harlow some, back here. I saw crystal balls picking D- DJ Wagner coming to us. Okay, so I can only t- I take so much grain of salt with the ball made of glass of fanciness. Look,
0: Harlow again was in town. He's yeah. getting he, all all this man does is land his players to the transfer portal. I mean, he got where we need thing, him maybe. to do some more work is with the actual recruits because we have not he didn't get us any, didn't get us DJ, didn't get us AJ, didn't get us any guys from Louisville live so far. It doesn't sound like. We need him to work his magic on DeAndre more. Maybe fly him out, maybe the, the scene is wrong. Maybe fly him out to, to Cali. I, I don't know if DeAndre's still in Austin, but Harlow, make a play here, buddy. Harlow's got a plane, right? He's got a plane.
2: Well, then he, then he got the uh, the Iggy song he, he he sampled from the first class.
0: Fergie.
2: Fergie, yeah. Uh, Did you cool. think there was
0: a singer called Iggy? was that Iggy Pop? <laughs> no, I know what Iggy Pop is.
2: No, what was the? That's the name of the. The girl that looks like uh, Marlon Wayne's from White Chicks.
0: Fergie is the name of the singer.
2: No, yeah, but who's the, who's the Iggy girl that looks like Marlon Wayne? Izzy w- Azalea. Oh, it Izzy. I thought it was Iggy. Okay.
0: No. My bad. Your pop culture knowledge knows <laughs> no limits. But she's lyrics. got
2: that popular song. Is that like a first class song? Or is that Fast Lane? What are you talking about? What was her popular song? The only one she had that was popular. Had the Clueless video. Wasn't that about being in first class? The Fancy... Oh, okay, it was fancy. Never mind. I thought it was first class. That's close. Give it an F. <laughs> Iggy Azalea. Yeah, it's just like Marlon Wayans from White Chick. Iggy. Iggy. You're right. It's <laughs> just kind of like Iggy, too, if you think about it. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Ziggy. <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't know.
0: I have no idea. She's
2: Australian, isn't she? Yes. Oh, okay. Maybe that's, maybe that's why.
0: You know more about Iggy's Alien than I would have guessed. I,
2: was, I don't even know why I know all this. Where did I get this knowledge from? I don't know where this is coming from. I feel like I fell asleep watching MTV one night and I just woke up with this knowledge in my head. It's like you're eight years behind. Like she was very
0: <laughs> popular in 2014, I think it was. Was it even that long ago? It's been a while.
2: I just remember the clueless video.
0: And then she had that Black Widow song Black Widow, baby. I couldn't tell you another song. I, no, nobody was it. The Fancy it
2: Hook it. is really catchy, though.
0: I'm so fancy. She's, yeah, no, nothing in that song
2: she does is good. The, whoever sings the hook is the is the uh, is the star of that that song.
0: Wasn't it Gwen Stefani?
2: No, no, I think it was. Uh, it was like a Korean woman or something, wasn't it? Was it? I have no idea. I, I could be wrong on that one, but I knew Iggy was from Australia, so I'm be right. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Were you sad you weren't at the Harlow concert last night? I'm surprised Jack didn't have you on stage. I, you guys little, are best friends now for the kickball thing.
2: I am a little I'm, I am a little disappointed. I thought about me trying to crash it and see if I could just go get some opera tickets and walk on in. Uh, I'm, a I'm little, surprised Patrick didn't make it on stage. I probably know he did. I haven't heard from him since last night. I mean, I'm sure we'll hear about it, you know, when him and Trey got on stage. But I am a little upset. I would have, I mean, I, I would have gone. I, I'm curious how he sounds, because most rap concerts aren't exactly very good live like very uh, li- most rap concerts i've been to have been mostly mostly just listening to them play the the, the the hooks on the stereo system and they do like they actually sing like five lines of, of real like live rapping and the rest is just being replayed most rap shows i've been to have been like that
0: how many rap shows you been to uh,
2: last one i saw was a little dicky and he did that and it was
0: annoying i can't imagine going to a little dick his songs are so long It'd be a weird concert to go he would to.
2: Just, he would just, like, sing, like, a little bit, a couple, like, one or two verses, and then the rest would just be the, you know, the singing, the loops and the hooks just being played from, like, the speakers.
0: Mary said the one thing she was disappointed in was that he, like, didn't play full songs. Like, he would, yeah, it was short. He shortened all the songs.
2: Why would he do that? I don't know. He doesn't have his, how long, how many songs does he have? I mean, he's got
0: a lot of albums, though.
2: That's true. They put rappers put out like six albums a day. They so do. I
0: mean. They do. 502-414-1450 uh, is the Thornton sax line. Uh, yeah, we've talked about the big news. And the other big piece of football news to get to...
2: Did he have an opening act?
0: I'm sure he did. The, the, the other big piece of football news to get to is Travion Cooley, former Louisville running back, has announced his transfer destination. It's Georgia Tech. So we will be seeing Travion Cooley firsthand... In the season opener next season, that's a little kind of a, a weird thing. What's up with everybody who leaves us just wanting to play us immediately? It's the Satterfield thing all over again. But we'll see. Trayvon Cooley, I don't. Yeah, is I don't
2: this, does Hassan also have eligibility under there? I was it? about to say
0: I don't think that he has any more eligibility. I think this was his last season with them. But if not, it'd be a weird two-headed monster in the backfield of Cooley and Hall, uh, who, who would take on us. Hassan Hall was a senior this past season, so he's okay. done. Which if well, how do we know he's really done though? He's because he's played. He's got. He's used <laughs> five full seasons of eligibility. <laughs> because he played all, with us back in 2018 for his first year. All right. Yeah, he's, he's done. He had, if you're wondering, 521 yards, one touchdown on 116 carries this past season. So it not bad. did not exactly light up the world after leaving here.
2: Well, Georgia Tech was pretty bad for the first half of the season.
0: Yeah, and their quarterback, by the way, just announced that he's going to, um, uh, was it Oklahoma?
2: Well, that makes sense. Oklahoma's on a downward spot. They're going to fire that. All right, team. Nebraska. Offense, oh, even worse. Yeah,
0: Jeff Sims going to Nebraska.
2: Let's take a break. When we come back, I guess they determined to get back to the roots of that option offense. So.
0: There you go. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll take some text on the Thornton's text line at 502 414 1450. Before we do, though, reminding you make every one of your dollars count by spending your money and saving your money with First Bankers Trust. Go to firstbankerstrust.com to find out what they can do for you. Uh, they'll tell you all about how they offer a wide range of services, including investment management, trust and estate services, philanthropic services, and financial planning getting transfers, keeping transfers from leaving, signing commits, winning Fenway Bowls, bleeping getting rid of Scott Satterfield, making money, keeping that money, making more money. It all starts with one word, folks. That word is trust. Go to firstbankerstrust.com to see what they can do for you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Final segment of the show, your text on the way at 502-414-1450. Keep it locked right here on The Big X. The that is what we owe. No
1: one Jeff
2: Braum.
0: Welcome we to the final segment here, the Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. I said if I
2: met Jeff Brom and looked at him? I'd look at him in the same way that Marvin Galix and David Terrell would sing in the song. <laughs> you never <laughs> met Jeff Brom? Oh, I met him. I just say, I assume you time. would I mean, have no, over I've the years him. knowing Greg. No, I mean, I've, yeah, I've seen Greg a thousand times more, but uh, I, it's probably been, I think I, last my song was like, we we're doing an been at Brownies. That's been... Like Western Kentucky days, probably.
0: Were you sad that you didn't get to ask more questions? Did you want to jump in more?
2: No, I was content. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got You got ye- your Facetime, man. I got years. I got years to 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 get in there. Don't worry.
0: Hear about the, well, okay. <laughs> He's gonna be here for decades. Your philosophy and love life too. Um, <laughs> don't don't rush the man. He's got plenty of time. He's got plenty of time. He's gonna wear you down. Uh, too we- much too much Trevor <laughs> at once
2: can be just not good for you though. Okay. It's like a diabetic eating sugar like you gotta you got you, you gotta take it in take it in just a little bit at a time oh my god stop please please <laughs> ease it in okay uh Slowly. Do, do you have a i <laughs> stop by the way i, I think i figured stop. out a good way to like enjoy <laughs> to, to embrace the childhood the child in me in christmas time Oh, okay <laughs> okay cause, uh, hear me out here okay like as you get old, and you 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 get this you, being a father now, evolved too, and everything. Even though one's mine, it's the like you, the, the thing you miss most about Christmas, at least to me, was you know the getting up in the morning and seeing all the presents and being surprised and seeing all the getting open all the gifts and yada yada yada, right?
0: The magic, sure, yeah. The magic,
2: okay. And that that obviously fades away as you get both older, and as you get to an adult, it's completely gone. Like I, I for example, I got my mom a Christmas gift, and they even Amazon, didn't put it in a, a plain playing box so now she knows what she's getting already but so like it's it's kind of like emptied that way do you agree that that, that really. mystery is kind of gone of waking up running down coming down the stairs and like because you know you even the gifts you're getting you probably purchased for yourself or mary's purchase you know what she's kind
0: of getting well yet. for me personally I, but i, I don't I, I don't care about getting gifts at christmas anymore yeah i don't know i mean it doesn't bother me but it's just like it's one of those things that kind of misses a child Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely changes as so, you get
2: older. So I kind of I kind of uh, kind of backwards weighed my way into like having that feeling again. So the, the other night, um
0: very interesting. Ve- very
2: intrigued. Just just kind of out of it mentally, let's just say. Okay. Know? Just very buzz. And apparently I just went on a shopping spree on Amazon. And the next morning I spent like 500 bucks on Amazon. Okay. Not a freaking clue what I bought. Like, I'm getting emails saying, like, your package is on the way, and it shows the total. I don't remember ordering it. So, like, so the last, like, two days, like, I've had Amazon showing up at my house, and it's been, like, Christmas. I didn't even realize I ordered a new pair of Uggs. Problem is, I ordered them too small. What size
0: feet do you have? My, me? Ten and a half. Would you want a pair of Uggs? No, thanks. you too good for Uggs. Not too good for Uggs. I got
2: ordered a pair of the size 13, which is what I wear in shoes. Apparently, UGG World, I need like a sixteen because my foot's not fitting this thirteen. I'm like Cinderella. Trying you
0: only to... wear a size and a half bigger than I do in shoes. I wear a thirteen. Wow,
2: you wear a ten? You know that's, that's ten like, and a half. That's I'm, that's more than a size.
0: Size and a half is why they said. See, <laughs> you're going keep going up. But oh, yeah, I said exactly what it what it is.
2: So like, so I didn't even remember I ordered them. So I was kind of happy to see that. I found I I I got a new Louisville big. I got a new Louisville shirt. Didn't, didn't even know I did apparently. So
0: basically you're saying that the way to recapture the magic of the Christmas of your youth completely is to get drugged out. Get bl- blackout. Blackout. Go online. And shop. And spend an inordinate amount of money on oh. things that you do not remember and then just wait as they arrive at your doorstep in the days and weeks ahead. Yes. It's not the worst idea you've yeah.
3: had.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think, it's, I think it's a great idea. It ranks right up there with my idea of, you know, strapping a, a battery to your nipples for a car and for alarms in the morning to wake you up.
0: This is better than that. This, this is a better idea than that one. Um, <laughs> do you have any idea? Like, The good thing about this plan is that I don't think that you – for the record, I didn't even... You don't know it. when it's going to run out. Like, you, you may think that you've gotten the last of these gifts, but you don't, you're not sure. Oh, I got
2: an email just on the way here, and I was like, your, it says your order is on the way. And I'm like, I don't know what it is.
0: You could be getting it's stuff through, for, like, early January. It's
2: like $17.31. I'm like, what did I buy for
0: $17.31? Yeah, see, a lot of people, myself included, have to, like, you, you kind of translate your... The, the magic that you experienced as a youth to like your kids now you, you try to see Christmas through their eyes. Well yeah but you don't you, without having kids you gotta find another way. This again not the worst idea you've ever had. <laughs> and thank you. Just getting to a point where you don't remember what you've ordered. Not a clue. And then it just kind of comes in. Yeah that's I mean it's not exactly like unwrapping presents that, that stand abroad
2: but and in some ways I apparently I did order some other gifts for other people too that I don't remember. But also fun. <laughs> yeah because I opened up today and I was like, "Why did I get?" To- oh yeah, that's for Dugan. There you go. I love it. That's no,
0: good. Five zero two four one four four two fifty. I mean, the what's Gordon's tomorrow going to bring? I don't know. You know, hey,
2: it's like the Amazon guys coming to the car. I'm, I'm walking to my house. Dogs are barking. I'm like Santa.
0: I it to be something like really creepy. That you're like, why? you're like, I don't, I can't get back in that mindset. I don't even know why I ordered this. who would this even be for? Is it for me? No. like I want you to be terrified of what you ordered. In a haze. Oh, I
2: did that one time, and I came, I ordered, like, a big old case of smart food bags. Popcorn. I had, I had individual bags of smart, smart food sitting around
0: my house for months. You like smart food, though. I do.
2: But I have, you have no idea how much I actually ordered.
0: Texas says... Uh... Just tuned in, and the first thing that I heard was TK talking about blacking out and ordering $500 on Amazon, way better than sports
3: stock.
0: <laughs> uh, Dingus has chimed in and also says, probably should start saving that money to cover that $500, Trev. No. Oh, the bet. Be the bet. It'll
2: be easy to take that bartender
0: out. <laughs> That just says thirteen minus ten 10 half is two and a half sizes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, first I can't you, do math. First, you were like a size. I said like no, a I size. A, I said a you, size and a half both times. You said one the first time. No, I didn't. I yes, said, you were did. talking over me. I said, and, I said a size and I said we only have a size and a half difference. That's
2: where I want that progressive replay. Great you, commercial by the you way. You can find
0: it. I said size and a half, but I was wrong both <laughs> times. It's two and a half. I don't know why. In my head, I thought I was so right too. I was like, that's definitely one. In and a half. fairness,
2: my, my my foot is a thirteen because of width. Mm. Uh, it's in length. It's I'm only like probably like maybe a twelve. But I have, to, I, have, I have wide feet. Thanks. Text says,
0: who are you rooting for in the Patino versus Patino battle last night? Do you think New Mexico will go 40-0? I
2: would, if I was rooting for him, I, I love Richard. I love both, I I love Richard. But you had to pick one, I would have picked Rick.
0: I would have picked Richard. You got more to gain. Iowa's in a one-bid league anyway. They're not going to have an at-large profile. New Mexico being undefeated, they don't have a great profile, but they could theoretically have a shot. They had a really good season in the Mountain West, but got knocked out in the tournament. Have enough of a profile to get in. I just love that that Richard he clipped an interview from Rick's like uh, post game co- comments that everybody was you know, all the Lowell fans were sharing after they beat Princeton, where he's like, Quince Lozinski, our best shooter and rebounder, yeah, you know, we'll probably have him back in about two weeks." And Richard clips it and goes, "Oh, so he's definitely going to play against us." And he did. He came back last night. It was it was wonderful. Like just I, I enjoy People that. Know. Yeah, but I don't know how he played, it, but I know that, uh, that Mexico won. It was a close game. It sounded like it was a crazy environment. But Richard's also like, he's like the funniest Instagram follow that I have.
2: So we did get pulled by that clickbait of him where I was like, he's averaging like 18 and 8. You're like, wow. I mean, look at him, he only played two games. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. No, you were I was, like, I was like, damn. I was like, I can hey, I
2: didn't see how I saw was the headline. <laughs>
0: Texas says, how many people vote on All American football players? I asked because during the bowl game, they mentioned that Pace from Cincinnati was Cincinnati's first unanimous first team All American. This is kind of hard to believe with uh, as old a school. As old as the school is and all the good players that have come from there. Bonus question How many unanimous first team All Americans has UofL had?
2: Bonus question How many really good players can you name them in the that
0: That's what I was going to say. I was like, it's not that. I mean, I mean UC the, football is not This is like their 12th bowl game ever. Even the Kelsey, I noticed that in the, the game. The Kelsey's is
2: as good as they are in the NFL level were, I mean, a fourth round and sixth round pick coming out of the draft. I mean, obviously Garner and Ritter most recently. But
0: Now, we looked up the unanimous All American stuff. No, I take it back. We looked up the preseason All American stuff. Because Caleb Chandler was, like, on everybody's All-American mm, list. Yeah. And we realized that it was the first time that it happened. Everyone was like, well, it had to be Lamar Jackson. Lamar wasn't even a preseason All-American the year after he won the Heisman Trophy. Because I think, like, Mark Sanchez and some other people were getting... or it was Mark Sanchez. Josh Rosen were, was getting all, all this love. Um, Deshaun
2: Watson, maybe?
0: Yeah, well, Deshaun was gone after was 2016. So, but yeah. Baker Mayfield was getting a lot of love. Yeah. He ended up winning the Heisman. Well, he's still the Heisman. So, you, like, like, quarterbacks... It's hard to be unanimous because there's so many good ones. Yeah. But I can't tell you how many unanimous All-Americans we've had in football. But I think it's more than one, right? Uh,
2: for some reason, I want to say Sam Bradford was. I mean, uh, uh, Sam Madison was. We've think, had. Or maybe even Ray Buchanan. Those two names come to mind right away.
0: Here's the answer. We've had seven consensus All-Americans.
2: Okay. Was I right on any of those two, by the way?
0: Um, I'm trying to find because it, it just says consensus at the top, but then it. Looking at the, let's see, consensus. Think that could be. Lamar Jackson was a consensus first-team All-American in 2016. Well, has been winner, okay. Gerard yeah. Holloman in 2014, which makes that sense. He set the interception sass, record. Yeah. Doomerville, maybe. Elvis Doomerville in 2005 is yeah. the third. Um, who else? Lenny Lyle's back in the day. Well, that was, yeah, Ernie Green in
2: 1961. That one would have not. I mean, I would have guessed Lyle's at some point probably, but never Ernie Green.
0: Sam Madison was a football news first team. Nah. But still on All-American.
2: He wasn't even, name yeah. I mean, he was a second-round pick. Yeah. But, and Buchanan wasn't on there?
0: Um, Or Joe
2: Johnson, maybe?
0: I don't see. Ray Buchanan was a football news second-team All-American and an honorable mention the two years before by the AP.
2: Also second-round pick.
0: Uh, Joe Johnson, not on the list. Yeah, he was just a high draft. I think it, he was a United Press honorable mention in 93.
2: I doubt Ted Washington was on there.
0: Just reeling off names now. He's not on there. I'm
2: thinking just impactful defensive players throughout Louisville's time, really. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm focused on defense so much. Because, well, I mean, I guess it's because, I mean, short of Lamar, I mean, has there been enough? I mean, maybe Arnold Jackson. I mean, he did, he did set the record for ranked receptions in a season when he in senior year in the year 100.
0: Yeah,
2: or J- Jamie Asher maybe not on there. No, yeah.
0: that's it. Uh, so there's your answer. But since the, I mean, I guess maybe you'd think like one, but like they don't have like a rich football. They've been good recently, but this is like the best era that they've ever had in football. Oh,
2: by far, not, not, not even close. I mean, I was shocked
0: looking at their game notes that they've been to bowl games in five straight years. This is t- this was the 12th bowl game they've ever played.
2: Yes, yeah, this football was. Yeah, I mean,
0: think about that. We don't have a rich history, and this was our 25th bowl game. I mean,
2: since I mean, I'm trying to think of good players. Once insanity before, in the like before like 2000. I mean, I can't. There's got to be one I'm drawing a blank on that I'm gonna feel stupid for, but like, there's not many.
0: Texture says uh, Stephen Heron only has 10 sacks in four years as an edge rusher. That doesn't quite seem like an impact transfer or suitable guy to place this year. Yeah, but you got to remember, he's the edge rusher is kind of a. He's playing more of like a traditional linebacker role in that Stanford yeah, defense. What,
2: what, by the way, what was Grenard's numbers with us before he went to Florida and he became a pretty impact player there?
0: Yeah, fair point. Texas says, there's no way that this basketball team wins an ACC game.
2: I think they do. <laughs> no, I mean, They're not going 0-20. No, no, no. Again, if you, play, if you play the level you played against, against Western Kentucky, then I, there's no doubt. You play at that level against – you play away against Cincinnati. State, they can beat NC State. I know they would be able to at least split with Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh if that's the case.
0: That's The thing about the Western game is that now you at least know that that type of performance is, po- is possible. If that's, they didn't have it, if they'd won yes. like 59 to 56 and it had just been really gross, like every other game they've played, you'd be like, I don't know if we can beat anybody because I don't know if we can score enough. But now, even though they did not carry that momentum over into their performance against Florida A&M, you still know they can do it. So that gives you hope. You see, 20 games – the ACC is not overly strong this season. You'd assume that at least on one of the nights against one of the, like I don't know, 8, 9, 10 winnable opponents that they have, that they're going to go up against. God, this is, again, it's just, when you keep talking and you realize what you're talking about, it just makes you so sad. They're not going to go 0-20. I feel semi-confident in saying that.
2: Well, by the, for the record, Cincinnati has had only four United, consensus All-Americans in their time.
0: Well, the texture said they only had one. That's what they said on the broadcast. They had that
2: wrong. They've got Pace and Gardner from the last two years. And then the other two, the other two were kicker Johnson Ruffin in 2000. And I should have remembered this name. The name Kevin Huber, punter. And so 7 in Oh, yeah. So, I mean, outside of the, the punter and the kicker, that was... I was saying, Sal Garner, I'm pretty sure, was the, an All-American last year.
0: It makes sense if he was.
2: Yeah, I would be shocked if he wasn't.
0: Texas man, these Sam Hartman rumors to U of L would be just the cure for my current state of rectal vomiting. Go, go, Brom. Go cards. Go program. I'm sorry about your rectal vomiting.
2: Isn't that just called diarrhea?
0: Yeah, he's just he's cleaning it up for us. <laughs> nice <laughs> little euphemism. I'd like to have Sam Hartman here as well. I'd be okay with that. Texas is thirteen minus nine and a half equals three and a half. No, I'm at ten and a half. You do have kind of small feet though. It's the math show ten and a half is big for my size. Uh, I don't know what I hear. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a short guy. Texas, don't think for a second that just because we beat Florida A&M that it wasn't, in fact, the worst damn display of dodgeball I've seen in 40 years. It was bad. We didn't – yeah, it was – there's no way to slice it. It was bad.
2: I mean, the only positive I would say is that if we played – the, that was kind of the way we played in the first three games of the season and we lost all three of those games by a point. At least we I think we played
0: better in those games than we did on Saturday. That could be. Florida A&M would, is way worse than all three of those teams. We played Poorly. Texas Charlie XDX sings the hook of that song. Cool. I like Charlie
2: XDX. Is she is she Asian?
0: No. Damn it. I was busy thinking about boys. It's a good song. I don't know why you. I
2: pictured her as that.
0: Texas, just remember, Trevor Lawrence is the NFL version of WWE Matt Riddle. I've got no idea what that reference means. Oh, they're
2: not even close.
0: So you disagree?
2: They look. They kind of look. I mean, well, he looks more like Adam Driver, but they. I mean, they had that kind of look, but no, Matt Riddle is the guy who got kicked out of UFC because he just basically said, I don't care what you say. I'm smoking weed. And hmm. I mean, he, they've even, they've even skidded into that, that whole thing. I mean, he comes out with no shoes on, calls himself bro. I mean, he's the typical stereotype pothead on, even on WWE, which amazingly they, 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 they curved into that. went with it? I think mainly because Vince thought it was funny, even though he didn't know what it really was, but they, um, yeah, it's, he teamed up with uh, Randy Orton and RK-Bro. I, I even bought the shirt just because I thought it was funny. It says uh, RK-Bro 420 says let's get high.
0: <laughs> turns out, I think that Trevor doesn't realize that the World Cup isn't a United States event. They don't even need to appeal to the casual American fan.
2: Then, then, they, then, they, then they shouldn't give a believe what I think. Then let's move it to the winner every, every time, every
0: year. Well, they did it in Qatar just because of the climate. I know,
2: but It sucked. And I get that they don't need my, they don't need me. I'm not I'm fully aware of that, but it sucks I'm, from a personal standpoint, it sucks for me, because I enjoy the World Cup normally, and I like getting into it. And I just couldn't do it this year because of the time.
0: Will you be asking the Qatari government for a formal letter of apology to you personally? Yeah, I, don't, I think I'm. And at, FIFA.
2: I think I'm in a long line of people that deserve one of those. So far down, I don't think I'm going to be getting it. I wouldn't lot. recommend a request. I think the odds of me paying off my medical bills are in full are about about like more likely than me getting that letter.
0: is another U of L girl this hour just matched with Hartman on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming, folks. Uh, delaying his inevitable appearance on The Bachelor by at least one year here at U of L. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to come here, he may go pro. That's the, that's, the, that's the problem. If you want to be a bachelor guy, you stay at Wake Forest and finish out that career. If you want to potentially have a career in football beyond this, you come to UFL. Texas says, call the NCAA and have them take down TK's salad-eating banner. Three bites does not count. It counts. People are mad about the three bites. Why? They think it's fake. They think it's phony. They think, they, they think it's fraudulent.
2: So, so, so three, th- three is well more than enough. If, name me one thing in life that you can't do, you don't, you don't do three times. If you started. had
0: three bites of a burger, would you say you ate a burger?
2: I would say I've eaten a burger, yeah.
0: I think that'd be stretching it. You have, you've, you've had three bites of a burger. You haven't eaten. Eat, eat. Three
2: is more than. Name one thing in life that you can't do three times and say, to, to say you, can't, you didn't accomplish it, other than like maybe suicide.
0: Bites of, of a meal. Yeah, that three bites does not count as finishing a meal. I didn't say finish it, I but I ate a, I ate a salad, right? The implication in saying eating something is that you ate the whole thing or near the whole
2: well, thing. Well, that's an assumption, and that's your own problem, not mine.
0: I disagree. If you you need to, if if you said you ate a burger last night, I'm assuming you ate the whole burger. I'm not assuming you picked at it and had like one fifteenth of it.
2: Well, that's your own problem for assuming.
0: No, it's your own fault for not giving details. Oh,
2: I'm sorry to have to give full detail to every. Dis- I thought you didn't like it when I gave full details. What do you mean? Well, usually when I try to go into details of stuff, you, you tell me to stop being, stop talking.
0: Well, yeah, I don't need the details if you you're filming history. <laughs> well, I'm just saying.
2: You how am I supposed to know now? I gotta pick and choose when you want my details.
0: No, I'm just saying it's misleading.
2: Well, So's life?
0: Texas says according to an owl, it takes three licks to get to the center of a tootsie pop. So just, thank you. Does T, does that mean TK is correct? No. Name it. See, look. No, doesn't mean that, you're correct.
2: Look at that, th- 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 three, three licks. Not took that tootsie roll pop. By the way, for the record, does it's not possible.
0: Texas <laughs> says Twitter poll should be used to decide a salad redo. Texas one bite, one strawberry, one spit up equals zero, zero salads eaten.
2: Oh, I, they cut the video off. I, I swallowed. He did have sp- two more
0: bites. And I swallowed. He did. He did.
2: Cue, cue up the Bush song.
0: Swallow. Texas Munchie Legault was an all-American for Cincy in his own mind. <laughs> That was one of the most fulfilling games of all time. When he That's said he's better good. than Teddy Bridgewater, That's he good. threw four picks, including one in overtime <laughs> to end the game. It's like, oh. Texter says, <laughs> Vassett probably decided to follow Satterfield after seeing how often Cincinnati putted on Saturday. It's <laughs> a good text.
2: I mean, if you're Cincinnati, if you're a Louisville fan, we're, we're, we're over the moon, right? If you're a Cincinnati fan and you watch that, and then you just go back and watch and look at Satterfield's track record, at Louisville. I mean, you've got to be depressed, right? Well, no,
0: you tell yourself that it's that was Satterfield's team, it was his system, and that's, you know, they're going to make it better. They're better than us right now. So, him coming here will make us the better program than we would. Like, that's what you tell yourself. But then right? you just sit
2: there and got smoked by us.
0: And you also heard that Caleb Chandler, after the game, is saying that their players are actively telling the Louisville players how much they don't want Satterfield to come there, which may or may not be true. I like to believe that it is. So, you've got one side, you got Louisville players screaming F Satterfield on video after the game. You've got Cincy players apparently telling Louisville players that they don't want Satterfield to come there. It was a rough day for Scott Satterfield <laughs> if he was reading yes. any social media coverage of that game. You had to have been like, I just want to get through the holidays, guys.
2: Oh, Charlie's from England, by the way.
0: Charlie XDX? Yeah. Okay. Texas says Danny know. sounded super disappointed in the way that they played Saturday night. She did. I think she thought that they... Cause again, it looks to us, and we are volleyball novices. It looked to yeah, us I'm that Texas was, that. was just superior. And I think they were. I still think that we... I mean, obviously, the second set, we we played poorly, you don't lose the twenty five, you do lose twenty five fourteen without playing poorly. Uh, with us being as good as we were, but I still think if you played ten times, Texas would probably won seven. I think. I
2: mean, it looked like they came in and kind of popped us in the jaw early and just mentally kind of took us out of the game. We started
0: off great again. We won, we won the first we, three points. I mean, we really couldn't. Things
2: things change so quickly in volleyball. Yeah, uh, that's one thing I've learned. And you get momentum, and you can it can switch back, but. And once they got that rolling down the hill, there was no, there was no stopping that, that boulder.
0: It didn't help. Like, we got off to – like, Anna didn't get off to a great start, who's been our best player in the tournament. And their best player, Logan Eggleston, was unstoppable. Like, she played her best set right away, 10, uh, 10 kills in the first set. And it was like, you know, that's what you want. You, National player of the year is supposed to step up in those situations, and she did. She was incredible. Texas, if we lose every football game next year that's all on TK, three bites is pathetic.
2: Oh, peeps.
0: Texas this Trevor swallowed. Proudly. Uh, I just. Texas this Trevor talking about his filming history makes me wonder if he has any monthly subscribers. Would you consider doing an OnlyFans?
2: Oh yeah. If you want to give me money just to see me naked, go ahead. If you want, I mean, hell, all you do is really staying around my house and wait for me to take the trash cans out on Friday. Now, it wouldn't just be
0: getting naked. You have to, like, do things. You have to, like, answer questions. What if somebody's like, I just want to watch you eat a full salad?
2: What kind of salad are we eating on this one? Uh, we don't have. We're not doing this again.
0: We dedicated a full week of radio to this. We don't have to do. It
2: again. Well, I'm just no. I mean, I'm just there. There are certain salads I, I will. Have, I have no problem eating.
0: Texas, the passionate proclamation of "I swallow" just threw me. <laughs> he did it for effect, folks.
2: Well, when I did Bush,
0: Texas, I work with someone who doesn't really care, but said she's supposed to be pissed about their new coach. Her boyfriend is a Cincy fan. <laughs> the only Cincy fans I know who are like, I don't even know one. They're kind of like, we expected more, like, I'm kind of surprised by this. I don't think he's as bad as the Louisville fans are making him out to be, which is...
2: Well, Keith Spurs is a Cincinnati fan, right? He played there. Yeah, I knew he played there, so I just, I'm assuming. I could make the assumption he's played there and just didn't like him, though.
0: What do you think, we, we haven't talked about this really at all since, and I know we're coming up by the end of the show, but when you look back at, like, the Satterfield era, because it wasn't all bad.
2: No, I guess, no, it wasn't.
0: Do we just kind of view this as, like, the only average tenure in the modern era of Louisville football? Because every other one has been either definitively good or definitively bad.
2: I think, and particularly as I expect Braum to take this team to another level and and be successful over the next couple years. I think in 10 years we look back at it, and it's going to look back as more worse than it probably really was. Uh, I think it'll be kind of—the nostalgia won't be kind to the Satterfield era, I think. You'll just remember it kind of— the, the, the excellence of year one, the ACC coach of the year and winning mm. eight games, I think that will get lost in the in, in, in the fold of what was just the bad taste of like that first bite of salad I took that was the end of his tenure year.
0: I think you have to hope that the Satterfield tenure looks worse five years from now, 10 years from now than it does right now because that would mean that Jeff Brom yeah, that's, or whoever that, yeah. comes in like like starts winning eight nine ten games consistently and you're like man can you believe that we argued about keeping a guy after going 500 after three seasons yeah, and I all think, this stuff I think that's, what, that's it, what you hope right
2: yeah and that's what I kind of expect like you said we're ten years from now Broms you know made made one one shot into the uh, the turn the BCS tournament we've won we can make a beat with ACC, We're winning nine, ten games. Because the, the fear is
0: you look back in ten years and you're like, eh, it wasn't that bad. Like he yeah. you know, he went we went to three bowl games, you know, we did this. Like he was he, you know, we were mad about him at the time, but he ended up being one of our best. like that's the fear. The hope is that you're like, Man, that guy sucked and we didn't realize how bad it was until we got somebody else.
2: And yeah. usually in most cases, when you look back at a nostalgic like that, you always kinda give it the the props to the positive for just the yeah. thought of being nostalgic. I, 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 I think that's what it's gonna be. That, that that one year, that one eight plus season gonna get lost in the mix and so let me remember, it's going to be remembered as just the average that was Satterfield, especially if be false flat in his face. Kind of like when we talk about Ron English. And I say, you know, listen, I mean, when people had this bad taste of Ron English coming here because of what he did at EMU,
0: and he's kind of stuck with the Crackthorpe name.
2: But it wasn't awful at Louisville as a defensive coordinator.
0: Real quick, Rams at Packers tonight. Ray, uh, Packers, seven and a half point home favorites. Who you got?
2: Packers win and cover tonight.
0: Packers win and cover. Rams, have, they, they packed it up. And I need the Rams to keep losing because the Lions have their draft pick. I got nothing going
2: on fantasy watch tonight, so I don't care.
0: I'm done. I'm, I'm all Now I've got to find a quarterback for next week. Everyone have a fantastic Monday night. We're back here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. The Cardinal Insider with Jody Demling is yeah, up it's next.
2: Sick. You're right. I
3: did it. <laughs>